Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Like time to let it go. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Monday night, July 21st, 2014. Appreciate it. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOSports.com. Coming at you. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself at, pulp at BTOSports.com. We greatly appreciate you guys listening to the show. Live or the archive, it doesn't matter. 702-586-7857. We have a great show tonight. Alex and Jeremy Martin, Trey Kennard, Jimmy Albertson, all coming on tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, those guys should be good, should be fun. Don't forget, get this on iTunes. Get it on Stitcher app on your smartphone. Get the Pulp MX app on your smartphone. It's $1.99. If you're going to buy something from Amazon, click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX. Then make your purchase, and you can go from there. Uh, we appreciate you guys uh, checking us out. BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Forks Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix, and Guts Racing. Hey, something you guys may not think about is uh, your seat foam. And uh, the number one seat phone company out there is uh, Guts Racing, established in 1990. Guts Racing has worked with every top rider, Lampson, McGrath, Carmichael, Stewart. To, uh, now they're working with Pro Circuit, Kawasaki, Moto Concept, Cycle Trader, Rock River, and much more. If you're looking for the uh, style and performance, you've come for the right place. Browse GutsRacing.com. And uh, they got the Phantom Lightweight Seat Phone used by Pro Circuit, Kawasaki. Pulp MX 2014 for 30% off Guts Racing. Dot com. As usual, you can save by listening to the show. Use um, sponsor deals on uh, pulpmxshow.com, and uh, we offer deals on almost all our stuff. So thanks, uh, thanks to Guts Racing for coming on board with us. All right, I'm Steve Mathis, as usual. With me in studio, dirtrider.com, head ace tester, still looking for those 20 seconds. The Chris Kiefer. Kiefer, what's up? What's up, Mathis, and what's up, Pulp fans? Thank you for coming, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me. So stoked to be back. It's yeah, a- it's been a while. What have you been up to? Went on vacation with the family to Colorado, God's country. It was beautiful. Came back to the lovely uh, high des with the, you know, what which is, is it? Which is that opposite of God's country? Yeah, it's like, I think it's in like uh, Tweaker Times, four years <laughs> running, the best meth labs there is, so yeah. uh, high des. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, well, thanks for coming in. Kiefer's going to be in all show with us, hanging out, uh, talking about Millville. Got Jason Thomas coming up, of course, as usual. Producing the show, handling the, the segments, uh, giving away the prizes. It's his birthday, everybody. The Devin Gibbs. What's going on, guys? Happy birthday to, to Devin. Um, dedicated. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for taking the calls. We already got people online. We're giving away tickets to Millville. Uh, Millville. Take away, we can go to Millville if you want this weekend. Maybe this is a local D- D23 race. Giving away tickets to Washugo, courtesy of Vortex Racing. Uh, thanks to those guys giving away three sets of tickets to Washugal and a Fly F2 Carbon Canard replica helmet from the folks at Fly Racing. Sick. Lots to give away tonight. Actually, let's uh, 
Steve, you there? Yes. You want a pair of tickets to Washougal? I would love them. All right. Stay on hold. Devin will get your information. Courtesy of Vortex Racing, you are going to Washougal. Sweet. All right. Thanks, bro. All right. Uh, Steve wins tickets, right? Just like that. It's that easy, folks. Wow. Uh, so Steve wins a pair of tickets to uh, Washougal, courtesy of Vortex. Uh, this guy, Michael, you've been on hold since before the show started. What What is going on? What is so important? Is this, is this, am I on? You are. Steve, how's it going? What's up, Michael? Oh, not much. Uh, I just wanted to call and let you know that, that your boy Chris Keeper there has been training for life and trying to make up that 20-second part. He's working on it, man. He's working on it. I mean, you know, Chad pretty much just ripped him a new one. When he suggested how the Cowie worked. Truth hurts sometimes, people. And Kiefer has been working hard on it. So You know, on, on Saturday, he was pushing so hard trying to climb these hills on his road bike, and all he kept saying was 20 seconds. Yeah, he hasn't let it go. It's a constant thing in my brain every time I train. It's 20 seconds, isn't it, Mike? It is, did, it is Keith. I miss you. Did he have a sail on his bike? Like, you know, like a big bore, he's got a sail or something to help him. Okay. You know, he kept putting me in front of him, making me break the wind for him so he could just pedal as hard as he could. Yeah, figures. Uh, being uh, married Steve, is a conspiracy. I had a, I, had a, I had a question for you about bike prep. Yeah, that's that's me, bro. I was a top top mechanic in a sport. Just ask ask my mom. I, I think right. if, if you wrench for Terry you, or uh, Tim Ferry, you got to be the best. Yeah, what's happening? Um, everybody uses you know uh, brake snakes on obviously on the brake pedal side. I'm a I'm a desert rat. I use one, uh, and I was wondering why don't they ever use those on the shifter side? I mean, it's more or less the same thing. Yeah, it kind of is. I think because the shifter has more range of motion. And if, okay. you, if you leave enough slack in it, it's not going to matter anyways. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. I was just curious. Yeah, I think uh, also, too, um, you know, you got the folding tip, so you can't put it on there. So then you got to drill right. a hole through the center of the aluminum, and that probably weakens the shit out of it. And All I heard was folding tip. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> so, no. Uh, Easy, easy. Keeper had to, once Keeper had to go a whole month without a release. So any word of tip talk. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to bring that up. Yeah, trust me, things are rough for Keeper sometimes. He's soldiering on them. Uh, All right. Well, uh, thank, thank you for the uh, answer to the question, and uh, I look forward to listening to the rest of the show. Thank you, man. Thanks, everybody. As I said, Alex Martin, Jeremy Martin, Trey Kennard, and Jimmy Albertson all coming up. Jimmy Albertson's out in Spokane staying with a Corey Moser right now. I thought it would be a good time. <laughs> right? We'll check in with that, and we'll see how, how those two are doing. And uh, um, we'll, uh, we'll keep giving away some stuff here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, Race Tech, 20% off. Pulp Mech's 2014 code works on Racetech.com. If you want Vortex, sprockets, and bars, email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Pulp 2014 gets you 40% off uh, of, of, of Vortex products, so that's pretty damn sweet. A bunch of teams in the pits use Vortex. Tyler Bowers, James Stewart uses the sprockets. And speaking of Stewart, this thing's going sideways on James Stewart right now. Man, it's been rough on both Stewarts, huh? Yeah, Mookie, they said he would be out one week. There's no way. From what I hear, he's not coming back until he's at least after the break. Super dehydrated. Super kidney. dehydrated. Yeah. There's no way, Kiefer, that Stewart went 1-1 at high point, and then the news of the pending suspension for amphetamines broke. You can't tell me that hasn't affected his results. Yeah, I think the, the stress, the anxiety, or whatever. It, it, it's weighing on his mind, obviously. has yeah. to be, right? I yeah. mean, I don't know if that's all the reason or anything, but you can't tell me it's not affecting him. I wonder if I, you know, if he actually, let's say he was taking what he was taking for prescription and he got off of it. Do you think... Uh, 
you know, getting off of that maybe has declined his results some. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say, right? I mean, who knows? We're yeah. still waiting for those Lakewood tests. I don't know what's going on with those. Been no word on those things. So uh, let's get to uh, Noah. What's up, man? You got a question about your YZ450? Yeah, what's up, Mathis? What's up, man? Thanks for calling. So uh, I was riding this weekend, and uh, I I just got this bike. I bought it off a buddy of mine. Uh, it's got like maybe 20 to 30 hours on it. Uh, I was riding and I stalled it, maybe like a little too much back brake, and uh, now I can't get it. Now I won't uh, kick over again. And uh, I was just wondering if you had any um, any advice on uh, what to check out. It won't kick over. Yeah, I, and I, it's, it's never a problem to for it to start. It's usually like the first or second kick. Maybe sometimes the third it comes right on, but now I can't even get it to start again. Okay, it, so the Kickstarter moves. Right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I, all right, yeah. yeah. It just, uh, yeah, like it just won't cut on. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it could be a number of things, man. Uh, obviously, check fuel, check spark, check air. Those are the things that you can see. So check the air filter, make sure everything's unobstructed. Make sure it's getting fuel via the uh, EFI system, and check the spark plug to make sure it works. Wait, so wait. yeah, yeah, because I, uh, I, I changed. It's, that's the first thing I did. Is I, uh, I cleaned the air filter and put a fresh one in there. And uh, check the spark plug. I mean, the, the spark plug is, uh, I mean, you're still getting, a, like, a charge out of it. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, any ideas, Kiefer? What year is it? 13. Uh, it's a 2013. Thir- I, on a 13, I've had a fuel pump go out. So, I mean, it's just kind of random that you put the rear brake on, and it just now it won't start. So, yeah. uh, I thought Cowie's had bad fuel pumps for a while, too, right? Yeah, but, you know, sometimes condensation can get in that gas tank, too, and I've seen some water get in the fuel pump, and it actually caused the fuel pump to... Uh, to stop doing you check know, the fuel pump bro all right all right thanks man all right thanks Matt. see you thank you appreciate it uh carrie you there i am why are you calling carrie because i love your show no that's not why you're calling carrie that's not why you're it calling is why i'm calling no it is okay well thanks for calling man these accusations thanks thanks very much <laughs> for calling well, i guess we'll talk to you later then right <laughs> there's nothing else you want no, there is something else oh, I want. Oh, okay. What's up? <laughs> so in addition to loving your show, I just heard an invitation for some Washougal tickets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you tell me who's giving you them? Who's courtesy? Who these tickets courtesy of? Uh, well, personally, Steve Mathis and or then, Colton X. No, and then who else is providing us with these tickets, these wonderful tickets to give you? I mentioned Let's it. Let's give her a hint. Three times. Starts with a V. The other V. That's the V. The second letter is an O. The third letter is an R. Come on. You got to get it. The now. fourth letter is a T. The fifth letter what? is a T. Oh. Clipper. Vortex, Carrie. Vortex? Yeah, Vortex. Bars and sprockets. <sighs> All right, Belgia. You know, I'm just not really up on my sprockets. Well, that happens. I hear you. Sorry. Um, I haven't bought sprockets who lately. Are you, who are you taking to Washugo with the other ticket? Oh, my boyfriend. Okay. He's actually the one that introduced me to your show, and we actually listen to you guys every Monday night. Yeah, well, I always think it's very weird to have female listeners, but apparently we have some. If no, the, you really do. If, like, I'm, I'm not just like yeah. saying this. We yeah. really love you guys. <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. Well, so have you gone out for four days and not come back home lately? Ooh. No, no. But you know what? We're like making a pilgrimage just by chance to the Portland and Seattle area on Wednesday morning. Oh, fantastic. That should be fun. 
Um, I know. Okay, well, stay on hold, Vortex. I've got two tickets to Washugo for you. Oh, thanks, guys. No problem. If we didn't get stiffed by Free Gun really bad, I'd give you some undies, too, but they, they don't pay their bills Ooh. and they, they get out of contract. Oh, yeah. bummer. So, no underwear I totally for you. rock those. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, Carrie, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, see ya. Well, there we go. Oh, I just got a, a text from my wife. Oh, yeah, you brought it up. Six angry red faces. Right. I brought it up. I did it yep. again, Kiefer. Yep. Uh, let's go to Zach. What's up, man? Zach? I would just like to remind everybody how much of a bad dude Bobby Canari is, despite the questionable results this weekend. Bobby Canari did not have good results. DNF uh, 10 or DNF 16, or I don't even know. Well, uh, DNF 7th is what I read on RacerX.com. And uh, obviously they don't have anything on TV as far as coverage, but do you have any insight of what happened? Crash in the first turn, the first moto, I know that. And then he crashed with Chisholm. Chisholm got seventh, and I don't know. At some point, Bobby DNF. Don't know why. But look. Yeah, that was, that's, that's kind of unlike him. He's kind of Mr. No. Consistent. For sure, Zach, like his front wheel fell off. Something. Bobby's, oh, really? It was, it was pretty bad then? No, no, no. I don't know for sure, but there's just I know Bobby Canari is not stopping unless he physically cannot go on the motorcycle anymore. He would, he would push it yeah. quite, a, quite a distance to finish a race. He he's, would. He's meathead for a reason. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know what happened. Uh, maybe, someone I, can, maybe someone can call in who's listening, who went to the race, or knows something and let us know what, what up, what's up with Bobby K. What was the race up front like with uh, Colton and um, Alessi swapping motos? Was that pretty good? Alessi was the faster rider, sounds like, he in was. both motos. He won yeah. the first moto. Second moto, he was faster than Colton. Then his grip fell off. <laughs> That's kind of weird. But, yeah, uh, yeah, his grip fell off. It can't, you can't write this stuff up, dude. Mike is throwing this title away. Wow. I don't think he's going to win it. I just don't. I mean, run out of gas, lost a grip. No. Got docked. 28 points. Yeah. Hashtag 28 they, points. They, they yeah. need Jeff up there to, to help him along. Oh, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Yep. He, they're, bringing the, they're bringing him up. They're bringing the heat. All right, thanks, Zach. All right, I, thank you very much. All right, appreciate it. Still lots of Millville talk. Uh, trust me, at some point we'll get there. Um, we got a lot of calls on hold. Um, Molly? Yeah? Another girl? Wow. Calling for tickets. Calling for tickets, yep. Molly, uh, who's giving you these tickets? What are they? Who are they courtesy of? They're courtesy of Vortex Racing. Yes. Molly's yes, legit. Molly is legit. Uh, Molly is legit. Molly listens to Pulp Max with her husband and her sons all the time. Oh, nice. that's good. Well, sorry, tell your son sorry for the swearing that we do every once in a while. Oh, I think they've heard worse. Okay. Well, hey, uh, Molly, thanks uh, Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks to Vortex for the tickets. Stay on hold. Devin will get your info, and Vortex will be in touch with those tickets. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Thank you. We've got chick listeners, bro. They sound pretty good, too, on the phone. Too bad they're all taken. <laughs> they sound pretty good on the phone. Yeah. Oh, geez. Come on. Uh, thanks to Vortex for, uh, for uh, giving away the tickets. They're all gone, by the way. Two, three sets uh, all gone, so don't, don't call anymore. Uh, John, what's up? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm not calling to take. I'm calling to give. Okay? I'm prepared to offer you some free advertising, Mathis. Um, Please. If you want to endorse me, of course, I'm willing to put up some big billboard-sized signs, and me and my buddies will hold them up. Mm -hmm. And I can see it now. I think we can get on national TV. If you wear X-Brand, you won't win. I think we got a good thing going, bro. You just got to give me the go-ahead, and we'll get this going. But he messed it up. You said yeah, you, if you wear X brand, you won't win. You can't say that. Yeah, you don't. You 
you don't like the sound of my voice. I can't like pull it off. I'm I'm gonna get butt hurt. Like I think John, I'm getting angry, John. That's what that's what I said. John? Yeah. Hey. I think John messed it up. You you messed it up. John? I'm not messed up. You gotta you I'm gotta try say to help, bro. If you don't like seven seven two two put me on his rap. Thank you, Adam. You're out of your I mind. Think, I see it's already catching. He did put you on the rap. I forgot about that. I didn't hear that. Oh, uh, we were supposed to play the rap, producer. Sorry, you just started. It's his birthday, wanna, bro. You want to play? He's up on him. Did you call me tits? No. No. I oh, said okay. producer. Oh, I thought he called oh, me tits. Oh, hey, um, th- thanks, John. Thank you for your constructive yeah. hey, th- hey, thoughts look, on I, I got a serious question. Okay. So, um, I was watching the Euro broadcast. You know, it was kind of hard to understand, but they said that Hurlings was going to race in the U.S. I'm pretty sure because they said Unadilla, and I can only assume that they meant our national caliber track that's world-renowned Unadilla in New York. But uh, do you think Hurlings is going to come and do well, or well, what? we got to break the news to you. Because they said it on the broadcast. Uh, John. Yes. Well, we're going to break some news to you right now, okay? Uh, oh, shit. Hurlings is injured. And he's not coming. Hurlings broke his leg racing an 85cc motorcycle at Stefan Everett's charity race. I did not make that up. So. Wow. Uh, uh, all righty. Well, I'm so he, he is not coming, and I may not even go to Unadilla now. Yeah, that's disappointing, actually. It is. It is disappointing. Unadilla. I was looking forward to it. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks, uh, okay. thanks well, John. Y- you know, th- thanks for taking my call, and um Stay off the pit bikes, bro, I guess. I yeah, don't know. That absolutely. Been nice. Thanks, bud. Yep. I don't like John's sign idea. I think it's stupid. How did he not know that? Benny. Yes, sir. We don't have any tickets left, bro. Three three pairs. That's we, all right. We gave them out. All right. I got a question, though. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, go ahead. So I saw that Porcel and Musquin did not get chosen for the French MXDN team. Yeah, they, think they did not. hurts their chances of getting on the team because they raced over here and not in the GPs? Porcel was never going to get picked anyways because I think he doesn't like the French Federation guy and they got in a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so he was never going to get picked anyways. But Muskin, no, he wants to go. He thinks he should go, you know. Um, I, don't, I don't think racing over here hurts them. I don't really know what. I, I asked David Villeman. He's going he's gonna to write his column on pulpamex.com about that. I asked him why he thinks Muskin wouldn't get picked. So uh, right. I'm, I'm at a loss, too. They should have – I mean, nothing against those guys – Muskan's a two-time world champion, so right. yeah. just got second overall. Uh, so, all, all right. right, thanks. Cool, thanks. All right, uh, lots of calls. We'll still get to you. Alex and Jeremy Martin are coming up uh, on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. We still got a fly F2 carbon canard helmet to give away. That will tell you how to do that when Trey is on the line. We want to do the NFAB question of the day, race tech emails, X brand goggle tear-off segment. And, uh, of course, the BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs. So we got all those segments coming up. We've got your emails, uh, voicemails, and uh, lots more coming up on the show. Jason Thomas should make an appearance of some sort. Um, and uh, we got to, uh, the, the Martin brothers. We, bigger surprise for you, Kiefer. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Martin did not go 1-1, or Cooper Webb beat him in a moto. Cooper Webb beat him in a moto. I think so, too. Yes. If, somebody, if anybody's going to beat him, I would have thought Baggett could have. Right. Well, Baggett had some bad luck. He, he yeah, might have. Yeah. He might have. Fell. Right. Um, fell, but uh, then his bike broke. Is it just me or Pro Circuit bikes seem to be uh, little, breaking more little, than ever? A little sketchy this year, I think. 
Mitch might be on edge. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, hey, I talk to my brother Jason every now and then. Um, obviously, we're brothers, so we talk every now and then. And, of course, uh, he let me know that uh, my mother, Debbie, mm. has been uh, voicing her opinions and speaking out about um, the series in general. My mom's hardcore. She follows the sport, follows Twitter account, Cheap Smokes. Cheap Smokes. Uh, where's, that, where's that drop? Cheap Smokes. And, uh, you know, so we, I thought we'd check in with her tonight uh, before we get to our main guests. That sounds fun. Yeah. Debbie Mathis? Uh, yeah, that would be me. Hi, Mom. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. When are you coming home? I don't know. I'm busy. I got I got things to do. I don't know. Just ship me some Hawkins cheesies and we'll call it a call it yeah, square. Yeah, okay, we can do that. Hey, uh, Debbie, um, did you see my tweet the other day about seeing Ronnie Lachine uh, in the I uh, did. in the restaurant? I killed myself laughing. Why? <laughs> Because I just thought that was so funny. You thought it was like Jesus. Yeah, when I was like 15 or 14 at Millville for the first time ever. L- I know. was eating uh, in the restaurant at Holiday Inn. And just freaked by out. By himself. And we're just like. Yeah. Did you even go up to no him? Friend, no. no Nobody. Did you sit down with him or what? No, no. I, oh, you did? No, oh, you like, should have. I didn't know this dude. You don't walk up to Jesus and just hang out with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you just don't do that. You know what? Next time you'll see you sitting in a restaurant all by yourself, you go, "Oh my God!" There's just like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fat, yeah, fat Jesus. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, what do you think of the series so far, Mom? What's uh, what's your take on Tomac? Killed it this weekend. Tomac is amazing. Roxanne is really amazing, though. He, I never seen anybody ride that fast ever. I don't even think I don't even think Chad Reed and Stuart ride that fast. What about Timmy? Yeah, Timmy's pretty fast too. But yeah. I mean, right. Timmy's old now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, in two fifties, uh, Jeremy Martin winning in front of his uh, yeah, hometown fan. Really, yeah, good for him. I was really happy for him. That's like the all-time best thing ever that could happen to somebody. I think. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think so. I think that was really good. And he's fast, though. I mean, it's not just you know. No, no, it's not just home not track. Just, yeah, exactly. He, no. he deserves that win because he's racing really well this year. Yeah. Who, who My else? My biggest surprise is Andrew Short. What? He just amazes me, you know, because. When you think about it, who's more consistent than him and has been for so many years? Yeah, I know. You, you know, he never, you don't see him up on the podium or anything like that, but he's always in, you know, the top ten and always rides really well. He just like, I really like him. Yeah, I, I, he's underrated, and yet somehow he's overrated, if you know what I mean. I feel, like, well, You think he's overrated? Well, I just mean like nobody, like people, he, he's had a ride for so long, a great ride for so long. He's he's in the mix and he puts in great results, but yet nobody talks about him. Yeah, no, I I watch him all the time. I I'm always amazed at how well he does. You know. Yeah. I don't know that he'll ever get you know first, second, or third, but you never know. He might surprise everybody one day. You know. Have you? But he's always there. Have you listened to his post race interviews that I do with him? Uh, not too many of them. No. Mm. He's always really happy. He's always really nice. Yeah. He oh, he's a really nice fellow. I'd like to meet him one day. Maybe one day when I'm out there. And, and then you come could, on your show. And then you could well, share the where story. Where does he live? He lives in uh, uh, Texas. Oh, okay. You can also, then you can share the story about how you met Andrew Short and then also Brian Deegan. Yeah. That. <laughs> my in mom the, was In the same day? No, my mom met Deegan. She broke down with the general. Nice. Oh, God, yeah. We had a good time that weekend, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell the story. Tell the story, Debbie. Uh, which one? About Deegan. Tell it all. Oh, tell it all. No, what was it when he bent down? He had that big tattoo on his... No, what was he? I don't know. I can't remember. You always well, talk about meeting Brian Deegan whenever you, whenever you see him on TV. You're always like, ah, I met Brian Deegan. Yeah, 
I know that guy. <laughs> no, that was a good, that was funny. Remember, you asked me put. Uh, I had to put decals on the bike for Timmy that weekend, and I put them on all crooked, and you were mad at me. And... <laughs> no, I do not remember asking you to put stickers on my bike. Oh, no, that was for, <laughs> yeah, no, not right. for Timmy. It was for, yeah, you did. For Birdwell. Yeah, Birdwell. That's uh, what it was. So yeah. I, was, yeah. I was pawning off work even back then to my mom. You were. <laughs> it's a top tech. Just farming out work. Ask me again, whatever. Do, hey, who's letting you down, Debbie? Who's disappointing you this, uh, this outdoor season? Chad. I know. Mm, good call. Yeah, I, I'm really bummed about him. What's going but, on? Um, you know what I think it is? Nope. I, I don't know if I'm right on this, but I think he's had just so many injuries. I think he's just starting to think, you know what, I'm not getting any younger, mm-hmm. and these injuries are really going to affect him later on in life. And so I think he's just kind of, I just think psychologically he's just backing off a little bit because I think he could do it if he wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but I think that he's having, you know, I think he's having some head problems with, with injuries because of his past. I think that's it, what I'm thinking. Okay. I could be all wrong on that one, but Debbie's got some knowledge. Oh, Debbie, that's what. You, what do you think? I come by my brains. Well, I come from her. Yeah, but I'm just saying you don't really expect it. But she has a lot of knowledge. She's on it, bro. Yeah. Uh, how's Twitter going for? You've been reading my Twitter replies. Some people got very angry at me about the service dog thing. People were very oh. angry at me. Well, no, you know what? At first of all. I thought, what the hell is he talking about? Like, that's kind of mean. But then, no, you were you were totally right. If I was that lady sitting in that seat with my feet on this dog's head, I would not be happy. And I don't blame anybody except for the airline for not just giving that lady two seats. Or, or, or having to buy the dog a seat. Right. Yeah, either or. But, right. you know, I think they should just because I, I think they should give the dog the seat. But... I, I would have been upset about that, too. I would not have been right. happy with yeah, a two-hour flight, you know. So people were very angry at me on Twitter. I know you follow my Twitter. You see my replies. I follow your Twitter religiously. <laughs> How often do you check his Twitter, Mom? I'm going to say three times a day. Wow. Mm. Does he yeah, call you yeah. every day? How you know often? what? He makes me laugh all the time. Every day I laugh at oh, something he says. It's my mom. My loving mom. That's my loving mom. I could say anything on there. Yes. If I made, <laughs> if, hey, if I made fun of my dad, she would really laugh. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one, but you don't do that for some reason. <laughs> you have some self-control about that. And I, 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 what's with Rocky breaking the toilet seat? Like, I don't get that. I yeah. don't get that. Well, he drinks out of the toilet, right? Uh, well, yeah. So he, put his, he puts his paws up, and he... It slides as he puts his paws up, and it puts pressure on the joint, and it breaks. <laughs> Rocky's got some oomph behind him. Yeah, huh? dude, look at him. Dog, eh? yeah, I... I tell everybody the story about the bread box that came in the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. funny. We got a bread box from a listener, Benny. Um, yeah, and because he kept eating <laughs> bread. Rocky was eating all our bread that week. Yeah. Um, what else, Debbie? Uh, how's the cheap smokes? Everything good? You've been getting them? Yeah, yeah, everything is good. Yeah, okay. I just... I was at the lake last week. I rented a cottage for yeah. a week with Maddie and Gracie, and um, my place down here is just about done. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I invited somebody over to your house one night for the radio show. Oh, great! My electrician James. Okay. Beca- because he really pumped on your show, and I said, you know what? If you're ever in Vegas, and I'm in Vegas, come on over. Yeah, uh, thanks, mom. Thanks. Yeah, well, I, I didn't think you'd mind. You know, it's next. Next thing you know, James is going to want to eat lunch with me. The electrician. <laughs> yeah, I know, eh? And it might be out of your circle too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Tell this go over very well with you. Tell tell so, James what. You know what? That Roxon though, isn't he just like the fastest thing you've ever seen? Um, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he's riding well. Villapoto would probably be faster. If, if you had to pick one rider, who's your favorite rider, current rider, Debbie? Oh, Andrew. 
Oh, jeez. Really? Andrew? I didn't know this about her. Wow. I did not know Andrew was... Just because he's a nice guy? You know what? Not only that, like I said before, he's consistent, you know. And, and over the years, you think about how many years Andrew has ridden and how many guys have been consistent for that many years yeah. as he has been. Well, he's been around a Tim, lot. Tim Ferry was that consistent. Well, Tim, Timmy was up and down, though, Steve. No, he was you know, not up and down. He had a lot of podiums. I don't want to hear this. He was, he was also up and down. down a lot too, you know. But, but not as like I say in the top ten, like for how many years, you know? Debbie, do you think I should have signed Tony Alessi's note? Oh my God, that was the funniest thing ever! <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I think now, I sh- that's just certified. That that was it for me. Yeah, that did it. Whoa. Like you know, I, I heard so much about him. You've talked about him. Mm-hmm. All these different things have gone on, but you know what? That's You're out of your mind, dude. I don't want to say too much about it because... No, you know, let it rip. What if he's listening oh, or something shit. like that? No, no he's not listening. It's okay. Does he know where I live? No. Yeah, I don't I don't even know where you live right now. You moved. I have no idea. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what, okay, so how is it? I think that's cert- he's certified crazy, like a crazy man. He may. He, Kiefer knows him well. He may need some psychological help. Yeah. Kiefer? Yeah, oh, it, no kidding. Yeah, he... Uh, like, what it, the hell made him do something like that, like... Uh, well, we don't he, know. He, here's the deal. Like a few. I mean, one minute Tony's the nicest guy. He's really giving. Uh, but I think sometimes he, he just, you know, like we've discussed this before. He just he loses his shit. And I think Mathis gets under his skin. So I think he I, lost you know his what? Shit. I think you're totally right about that. I, I seriously. <laughs> so do, see, here's know? here's the deal with Steve. He knows how to push buttons. And Hold he's, on. <laughs> I know how to push buttons. I walked in there to talk. I walked in there to talk to those riders. How, what did, how did I push buttons? The button that you pushed was you turned around and walked off with the with the letter. Oh, because you okay. knew that was going to be some good shit. That could have been a button. Yeah, right, that, that was a button. That could have been a button. I'll, I'll give you that. That, that was like a, a Staples easy button for right, you. you just, right, right there. Um, Did you even think about that when you walked out with that? That this is going to like really make headlines, mm, front page news. The, were you really seriously thinking about that, or were no? You just, like, I was thinking off? that this is. This is hilarious that he wants me yeah. to sign this, and I need to tell the world about this. Yes. That's yeah. what I thought. There's the big button. I thought I had to tell the world <laughs> about this. Um, but, oh, well, what are you going to do, Bum? You can't make everybody happy. I know you, you, know, I know you love me, and that's all that really matters. That's right. Yeah. You know I do. Um, you know what? This, uh, when you walked in, I mean, like, Alessi, you do push his buttons, but I think he would have done that with anybody, not just you. The whole thing goes back to mom, and I don't want to bore our listeners about it, but, uh, oh, he, you know, laser. yeah, when I reported that his kid got kicked out, I know I re- you Twittered that. Yeah. I reported all the facts correctly, and he lost it, and that wasn't, you know, anything to do with why he should have lost it. I reported on the news. I reported on what happened. Yeah. But so. you had issues with him prior to that episode also. Not really. Not too much. Oh, not too much? No. Oh, you did. Um, hey, hey, what's happened with free gun underwear? They ditched us, man. They suck. They ditched us. That's, that's bad. It is bad. Yeah, I wasn't I very happy about that. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, what can you do? Yeah, they, they, they said they didn't have to honor any contracts because the, their guy left. So That's, that's the way brutal. of the world now, Debbie. Americans. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. You know what you need to do? You're, you're, you're living in the States. What do they do there when that happens? They sue. Exactly. Everybody sues. You're right, yeah. Debbie. I'm going for my American citizenship. I don't know if I told you that, but I d- no, you didn't. Yeah, I'm going for it. I keep it. I get to keep the Canadian though. So calm down. I think we should have discussed this. No, I get to keep the Canadian. Oh, but that makes you half and half. What's the matter with you? You're one of those crazy Americans now. 
No, I don't have a machine gun. I'm going to buy a machine gun, then I will be a crazy American. Yeah, that's right. I will sue Tony and buy a machine gun, and I will welcome to America. <laughs> All right. Hey, yeah. Debbie, thanks for coming on. Always okay. good to get your uh, insights. Uh, I'm, I'm, people on Twitter, um, hit me up with hashtag cheap smokes, and she, she'll see them. So I still haven't seen any of them, though. Um, Nobody buys me any. Sorry, man. I'll, I'll, I'll get Devin to buy you some. You get on that, eh? Yeah. Okay. Eh? Okay. Nice talking to you guys. All right. See you, mom. Certified, mom. See ya. Bye. Yeah, have a good show. All right. Thank you. Uh, you don't pay me enough for me to pay for your mom's smokes. <laughs> I like how she said she, it's it's certified. That was awesome. Yeah. Certified. Uh, next up on the show, uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. We gave away three pairs of tickets to Washougal. The products they get you get from Vortex are made with the best materials, the tightest tolerances, because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys like us. Uh, as well as sprockets, they offer a V3 motocross handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. 29%. Wow. Andrew Short, my mom's favorite rider. That's right. And uh, Stuart runs a sprocket, and Tyler Bowers runs bars and sprockets, and Ronnie Renner uh, runs Vortex. For, for more information, check out vortexracing.com. 40% off Vortex. Email Jamie, or sorry, email Jake at vortexracing.com. And they, we, uh, they proudly bring you uh, two of the fastest men on the track this past weekend at Millville. We have on the phone Alex and Jeremy Martin. What's up, Alex? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. For All sure. right. Um, I, thanks for calling me the two fastest uh, Martins. Yeah. Again. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. No problem. We, well, was there another Martin that raced? I don't know. I can't remember. So let's just give you two guys the first one, first and second. Yeah. Jeremy, yep. welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? We're good. Thanks for coming. Both of you coming on. I appreciate it. Um, first of all, Alex, uh, why'd you let Jeremy get by you in the second moto? Why'd you do that? You know, I was thinking the big picture, Steve. Oh, the big picture. Championship. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Team player. <laughs> so you're out of the running, so J- let Jer go. Yeah, yeah. You know, he buys my dinners on Saturday night after the race. So. <laughs> Is that true, Jeremy? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I bought his dinner last Saturday night. Well, the real question, Jeremy, is with all these winnings, are you going to buy a Geo Metro or not? Hey, you know, <laughs> I've been uh, I've been looking a little bit for a Geo. <laughs> That's awesome. Maybe do they make 2014 Geos? I don't even know. No, we no, they're definitely been discontinued since '95. Oh, since '95. Oh, okay. he knows his stuff. <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, Alex, it's scary how much you know about Geo Metros. Well, you know, I had to do some research. I didn't want to be buying a junker. So right, right. Well, Jeremy, maybe you can find maybe you can find a brand new '95 Geo Metro. Yeah, I'll just I'll bring Alex along and we'll go Geo shopping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, first of all, uh, Jeremy, let's talk a little bit about your race. Um, obviously, look, it's your hometown race. Your dad runs it. You've got a million laps on that track. Um, you you probably had to get a million passes, or or you know, I guess John looked after that. But were you nervous at all? I mean, was it a little extra pressure, a little extra nerves because of the, being at Millville? No, I don't think so. Like, you know, it was definitely, like you said, it was my hometown race and everything, but um, I just kind of looked at it like I was, you know, it's just another day on the bike, and, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to ride like I do at the practice track, and, you know, I think that's one of my, that's one of my practice tracks, so I got it down pretty good, so I was pretty comfortable. Yeah. And Alex, you've certainly been through the through the Millville Nationals. Uh, what about you? Like, do you always kind of feel a little, little extra pressure, or maybe you're out of your routine a little bit because you you know family and friends? Oh, definitely out of the routine. I think normally when I go to a race, it's like I, you know, I'm undercover. 
you know, I hardly sign any autographs. Mm -hmm. That's kind of nice. I just kind of stick to myself. But over the weekend, it's crazy at Millville because we pretty much, Jeremy and I know all the track employees, and there's probably at least 50 to 75 track employees, and we've known them since we were little. Mm -hmm. You know, as well as the people that we grew up with racing, we know all them. So we really know a lot of people from Minnesota. And pretty much everyone stopped by to say hi. Right. I think definitely it was crazy. I think way crazier this year than it's ever been. Probably part, most of it's because of Germa, especially being in the championship hunt, because a lot of them did say, oh, hey, Jeremy, good job today, or good luck today, and, and they were talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hashtag uh, Martin problems, troll problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it comes with the territory. Right, right. Well, you had, a, Alex, you had a good uh, good second moto. That was good. I mean. Yeah, I was really happy to turn it around. I was, I was really, really disappointed with the first moto. I, I got sick during the weekend. I just really, I hit the wall probably 15 minutes in mm -hmm. and just kind of tried to ride around and salvage it and took some medicine, though, and the second moto went better. Uh, the whole shot definitely helped. That mm -hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, right? Um, Jeremy, yeah. uh, let me ask you this. Uh, you didn't even go to press day. That's that's ballsy, I got to say. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've done so many laps, I don't need to do press day. Dude, it's still ballsy, Alex, right? Just not to even show. Not even show up. I, I got this, guys. I got this. You know, I'm lost because he definitely was at press day. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, hey, Jeremy, so um, let me ask you this about Millville. Obviously, you've got a ton of laps on it. Um, is there... Is there something secret about the track that other riders don't know? Like, is there a section on the track that you really have dialed, maybe those sand whoops, um, or is there something like why you have so many laps on it that you're you're confident you can go faster at this one section or another? Like, is there anything like that with the track? Um, I mean, I, I think, like, I got the whole track down pretty good, but I just know, like, where to go when it gets rough. You know, like, yep. I, like um, right off the start there when you first come down, you go over that little tunnel jump, like there's always a bump that forms in almost kind of the same spot. So right. I always know to jump from that. You know, I just know the lines, and I know where to go when it gets rough. And I don't have to think about it, or I don't have to look as hard like on the parade lap. I just know where to I, I yeah. Not everything's the same, but I just know like how it's going to form up. Alex, you agree with that? Is that something that you kind of know too? You're like, hey, I need to cut this corner in or ride this corner out or whatever? Yeah, I, I would say so. They they definitely did a lot of different track changes this year, mm -hmm. and we don't ride the track much anymore at all. But for the most part, the bumps are they kind of the same every year. Right, you definitely know you know how to to set up the track. So whose idea was Martin Mountain? Where did that come from? And neither one of you, I guess, test rode it right before press day or whatever. So no, yeah, we we never got a chance to test ride it. Um, normally, like if, I'm sure if we weren't doing the professional. You know, riding the professional races, we would have been trying it out. That's for sure. Right, right. I think that was a pretty cool section. A good, a good job by right. John. Right. Yeah, it was definitely all John Martin. That was <laughs> Dad. That was his idea for sure. Yeah, it was. Uh, and the the last drop off, Jeremy looked gnarly. Yeah, that one was big, and I, uh, <laughs> I remember in practice I overshot it a little bit, landed him down the bottom, and it it, uh, it definitely I slammed my chest on the bars. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, uh, yeah. it that was pretty gnarly, and the sand yeah. the sand whoops, Alex. They're they're kind of different every year. Like what 
what does your dad do to prep them or how does he like them or why does he change them up or why do they change up or whatever? I've noticed I've been going to Millville since 1988 and I think I've missed one race since 88 and they're really different. They're different a lot. How do, why is that, Alex? Yeah, I don't, I'm actually not really a, kind of a fan of the way they were the last couple of years because um, they built them with the dozer mm-hmm. and I, I, I believe that They've hauled in a lot of dirt, and the dirt is not as sandy as like what's near the creek bed there. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit more clay in it, so they're harder than they used to be, like back in the in the nineties. Because usually, when the, every fall and spring, when we get like a lot of rain or runoff, the creek will flood, and it brings in all the really really river sand, yep. soft river sand, mm-hmm. and then the whoops are just like total sand. Whereas he's hauled in a lot of dirt over the years, and it's not like that anymore. It's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. So he kind of has to form them with the dozer instead of just letting them be natural like they used to be. So do they get more cupped out now because there's some clay in them? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like them, I like them like, more like like beach sand rollers, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. Hey, Kiefer, so you rode Millville. Yeah. Great track. Awesome. Maybe the best one on the circuit. Yes. So let me ask you two Martin brothers. I'll start with you, Jeremy. There's a house right there. There's a nice cabin on the property. You can ride that track every single day. It's Minnesota in the summer is beautiful, good training weather, everything else. So why do neither one of you go there anymore? I would just park myself there. It's nice country. You know, you're you're close to Rochester to hang and do something. It's a beautiful track, Jeremy. Just go live there. What are you doing down in Tallahassee? <laughs> yeah, um, it definitely would be ideal if you know I wasn't racing um, and professional now, but. Um, and I just think that being down south, it's a little better. It's consistently more humid and it's hot down here in Florida. And I think when you're when you're away, like being at Millville is great and the track's awesome and mm-hmm. it's just a good vibe being around mom and dad and everyone. But when you're away, there's less distractions and you're there to do a job. So you're more in that mindset all the time to, and you, you think about what you got to do to be better. Well, and also too, I mean, look who he gets to ride with. You know who Dungey? I mean, you get to train with good guys. Alex gets to train. What a, you go to Club Moto, don't you, Alex? Club MX. Oh, Club MX. Yep. So he has all yep. those guys to train with. No. And probably if they're at home, he has no one to ride with. First, Alex, get away from Filthy and go live at Millville again. Yeah, I'm seriously contemplating it. I think, <laughs> I think 12 months out of the year is too much. I think we need to do like eight and four. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I guess it, it might, Alex. I guess you've done it, right? You've lived there, Alex, for. A summer, I believe you told me one time a few years back. Yeah, I think uh, like 09, 10, 11, and maybe even 12, I, I, I did say in Minnesota during the winter. So or during the summer. During right? the summer. And, and I guess it gets a little tiring riding on the same track, even uh, even as great as Millville. Yeah, actually the best summer we ever had was Jerm and I both stayed in, in 2011. We stayed in Minnesota and we trained a lot together. And it was good then because we, we had each other to ride with and train. But right. um, now that he's down in Florida, it's, it's really tough yeah. to be up there by yourself. Why don't you yeah, – go ahead, Jeremy. The track was always rock hard, though, like when we practiced during the week because we never watered or prepped it. So it was mm-hmm. – you know, you go through a tire in, a, in two days. You know, it was always Really? Hard. It gets that hard, huh, on that other section, on the other side? Oh, yeah, very. Oh, I didn't, didn't, wouldn't think so. Uh, we've got a question for you, Jeremy, from Mark. You want to take a call? Yeah. All right. Hey, Mark, thanks for listening to the show. What's your question for Jeremy Martin? Yeah, hey, Jeremy, what's what's the deal, man? I mean, you know, you, you go from a zero to a hero. 
What's the deal, bro? I mean, <laughs> when did you he gotta have shoot? something going on behind the scenes? You know, somebody training. And I don't want to hear about none of this Ricky Carmichael stuff either. Mark, when what was you, he? What do you got Mark, going? Mark, man, he, 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 Mark, you're killing it. Mark, when was he with zero? When was he? Yeah, uh, yeah, super cool. I mean, he's kind of been up and down, but he was going to come out of shoot and start crushing him. All right, thanks, Mark. You know what, Jeremy? Mark, Mark does have a point, and this is one of my questions. What happened in Supercross this year? Obviously, you won at the end, and you were very strong. But what happened in the first rounds? Um. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. There, I, you know, I, uh, I I made some mistakes in the in the off season, and, mm-hmm. and I I didn't I should have tested a little bit more with the team and okay. and got the bike more comfortable for me, and, and so I could race it good and everything, and. Um, you know, I think uh, I should have rode with a few more people during Supercross and stuff. So, um, you know, I was able to get it figured out there at the end of the season. Thanks yeah. to, um, you know, my, my guy, Dylan Turner and stuff, and, and my mom and dad to help me keep me keep me pushing and, and mm-hmm. trying to get better. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely shocking with a guy with your speed, you know, st- struggles like that. But like you said, you figured it out by the end of the year. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Jeremy, Alex told me you're only good at running and riding. That's it. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, well, he likes to believe that, but in all honesty, Alex used to smoke me back in the day and pretty much everything, but now it's reversed and I can pretty much beat him in everything. <laughs> Alex, is that true? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess to a certain extent. He's a pretty good runner. He's pretty good at cycling. He's decent at, a motor, at riding dirt bikes. That's it. That really is. You draw the line after that. Uh, Jeremy, have you seen the video of Alex swimming that I was sent and by Filthy? Yes, I've, I've seen the video. And uh, I have to say that Alex and I would be up for competition for worst swimmer. Oh, really? Oh, so this is a family thing. The, <laughs> yeah. the lack yeah. of swimming. Uh, hey, does uh, you guys ever busted out one of your, uh, one of your dad's Can-Ams? Like, you ever... You ever Ridden one out of the shed and just got on it. No, definitely have not. Actually, remember last time I was on the show, I think I was telling you that the 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 building where you started oh. got struck by lightning and they burned down. You did tell me that. Good research by me. Good job. Yep. Yeah, it's funny because uh, we at the Dirt Rider archives we got a bunch of stuff from from their dad. Oh and yeah. I was going through some archive stuff and I was like, holy crap, there's a bunch of them. So God. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, your, your dad's Can-Am ads were classic. They were, they were great. Um, there's, uh, hey, so at what point, Alex, I'll, talk, I'll ask you this question. So at what point were you, like, looking at Jer and going, this kid's pretty fast. He's riding pretty good. <laughs> like, what, uh, was there a point where you were like, hmm? Yeah, that, that is definitely a good question. I would have to say when he was on the, in the Super Mini class, Back in two thousand, like seven or no, and I'm thinking my days. Back <laughs> when he, it was two thousand eleven, actually, two, or two thousand ten. Super mini class. He was really started to come along, come into his own. Mm-hmm. He got second to Zach Bell at Loretta's that year. And then, actually, believe it or not, in two thousand eleven, when I was having a really breakout year for myself in the pro ranks, he was consistently faster than me during the week, and he was in the B class. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, crap. <laughs> yeah, and actually, we were re- we really we were going to a sand track during the week, and we were hitting it really hard. 
and I went to Southwick and podium that year, and he was faster than me at the sand track, like, every day. Right, right, right. And you were like, oh, yeah. man. So, but, you know, I was ha- I was confident with myself because I was getting top ten. So yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's okay. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, and Alex, what about uh, Rock River next year? Do you have any sort of deals? Is your deals up? Are you going back there? Do you know yet? Is it too early? Uh, yeah, it's pretty early right now. We're still yeah. kind of waiting here from mm-hmm. Cycle Trader. Um, but yeah, definitely happy with the team, happy with Christina and Mike Duclos from Rock River. They've been great to me and, yep. and, uh, very positive atmosphere for sure. Unlike being around Phil. Yeah. You know, I think everything, everything in moderation. So I get some positive people in my life, <laughs> negative people, kind of it out. <laughs> right. Hey, Jeremy, there's been some talk. I know I talked to Roger DeCoster. This weekend, uh, there's been some talk about you do representing the USA for Dis Nations. Has, has he spoken to you? And obviously, you'd love to go, right? Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't spoken to anyone about it yet. I know I was asked about it on at the press conference after the race on Saturday, and you know, I think it'd be a pretty cool experience. Um, you know, it's always uh, I've never ever thought about being in the position, but um, yeah, I'd be down, and right. I think it'd be fun to. You know, race for Team USA. Your brother will be a Puerto Rican again, so that could work. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a Puerto Rican USA showdown. Right, right. There you go. <laughs> is, Alex, yeah. is there anything going on with Puerto Rico, or would you be doing that again with Filthy or and Zach, or do you know anything? Is that anything, anything brewing with that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think Phil and I are. It's not a hundred percent, but I think it's yeah. looking that way. Oh, that'd be pretty cool, for Jeremy. Sure. Jeremy, if you got to go, that'd be pretty sweet. So yeah, two brothers. I think that might be, I don't know, I've never, definitely for the United States, I've never seen two brothers in the same family no. racing. No, that'd, same be, race. that'd be awesome. Hey, uh, Alex, what happened to the Whoop Monster? Where'd he go? Yeah. Yeah, that's a mystery. I don't know. Just a couple <laughs> years ago, he stopped He stopped coming. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. He used to be in the military, so obviously that's why he had the ghillie suit. <laughs> yeah. But I think uh, there's a guy that replaced him. He doesn't actually, he's not in the whoops anymore, but Mr. Millville. Oh. I think he's pretty enthusiastic. He's definitely a super fan. <laughs> he replaced the whoop monster. Was there an official, like, torch uh, being passed or anything? Yeah, I think it was very silent. But right. speaking of that, I heard that I heard that you almost got kicked out over the weekend. Uh, kicked out? You were, uh, you were trying to steal food from our pit stop. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, no, I was actually I was talking to my mom earlier on the phone, and she was saying that the uh, security guard oh, said no. you in trouble. I, uh, uh-huh. No, here's what happened. So Bidas tells me, hey, come up and help me announce. He, he does this every weekend. And usually I just go up there and talk shit on Jeremy a lot, and Alex too, both of you. But he's like, come up and help me. And I'm like, where are you? Where's the announcer's tower? He goes, I'm in that big building, the, the closed-in big building. So... I didn't know there was another level above where the managers are, but that's where he was. Um, I thought he was in that brand new building over in Vendor Row. So I go up to the new building, and the lady's like, "You need a, you need a, a wristband," and I'm like, "Oh, not this again." Didn't have a wristband. Didn't have a wristband for the New Orleans after party either. And I go, "Look, I don't need any food or anything up here, but I just the guy asked me to come up and help announce, and I'm like, is he up here?" And she goes, yeah, he is. The announcer's up here. And I go, okay, can I just, I'll go get him, and he'll tell you that I'm good to go. Like, she just was not having it, dude. She was not having it. And then she said, I said, well, can you just radio, like, some, like John Ayers or, or Tim Cotter or somebody, like, in charge to say, hey, Steve Mathis is here? 
And I guess that's what she did. And then Jeff Myshack from Geico came up and goes, there's no announcers up here. He's over there. So, but yeah, you were in the, you were in like the, the pit stop area where they serve food and, and stuff. He's yeah. Cre- he's creeping. So she's at one point she said, go look for the announcers. And I walked in and yeah, there was a nice spread there. How do I get in there? <laughs> How do I- you gotta know, you gotta know the owners. Oh, I know the owner's kids. Is that good enough? <laughs> um, hey, let's take a, another phone call for you, both of the brothers. Raining yellow. Oh, boy. Hey. Uh, maybe raining yellow. Let me tell you, I bleed the blue. I'm a Yamaha guy. Oh, uh, well, then both these brothers are for you, then. I'm sorry to hear about what, James. Rough time right now. I know you're struggling with your... Well, I was down at Ace because I picked up uh, some rope, and it was standing on a chair, <laughs> and I was about to kick it. But then I saw Jeremy get the overall. I saw um, Alex is riding a great race in the second moto, so I was pumped on that. I got down from the chair and uh, just ended up with a little rug burn around the neck. So. Oh, your Martin brothers saved him, saved him from certain suicide. Uh, Absolutely. Have- no, I just wanted to say that um, I've actually I talked to, um, said what's up to Alex and his parents were there two years ago at Hangtown, and then uh, said what's up to Jeremy just walking by, and I just think... Uh, they come off as great people, and I think um, I, I just think it's it's a it's a great thing to see the uh, the great attitude and uh, and uh, I'm I'm on board. So raining yellow is on on the on the, the Martin train. So <laughs> keep it up, guys, and uh, big fan. Thanks, raining yellow. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank All right, you. take it easy, guys. Um, raining yellow. He's having a rough time. Big James Stewart fan. Really, really having a rough time lately. Uh, let's go to Daryl. Daryl, welcome to the show. You got a question for Jeremy or Alex Martin? Hey, um, Jeremy and Alex. Yes. They're there. Yeah. Um, how's the new 2015 or 2014 Yamahas feel? Uh, Jeremy, go ahead. I think they feel really good. You know, I mean, uh, my results are way better this year, and you know, the bike's fast and 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 it handles good, so. I think uh, the new Yamaha is a, it's a winner. Jeremy, if you had to put a percentage on how much better the 2014 is over the 2013, well, first, Kiefer, what would you give it percentage-wise? 50. 50% better. Yes. Jeremy, what do you think over last year's bike? I'd say it's a good, uh, good 50% for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the thing looks pretty good, so – um, I just, uh, Alex, what about you? What, what do you think? Bikes, bikes a ton better, huh? Uh, yeah, I would, I'd go 75%. Heck yeah. I'm all in. All right. Hey, thanks, Daryl. Thank you so much. Thank you. I got a text from a Phil in New York. Raining yeah. yellows delusional if he thinks those are two good people. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Phil from New yeah, York. That's- that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Prime example. Just dragging you down. Jeremy, no wonder why you don't go to Club MX. Like, seriously, yeah, stay away. I had to deal with Phil. I don't know. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with Phil. Right. And then so in my column a couple weeks ago, I, I asked for a nickname for you, and I got a ton of bullfrog. So <laughs> I don't know. Is that a good one, Jeremy? Do we like that? Well, see, like, that one it kind of wore off because when I was really young, I was pretty, pretty, pretty overweight and I look like a frog. My cheeks are so big. So, but now I thinned out. So the bullfrog has kind of gone away. And someone was saying, someone called me bullfrog at uh, was it last weekend or the weekend before that at Bud's Creek, and it was kind of the shocker. 
Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know if I like that name, nickname. If I would think that's good. Hey, you yeah, guys. Yeah, pretty much the only person that calls him that nowadays is his mom. <laughs> <laughs> mom does. Tell mom sorry about uh, about trying to break into the f- food buffet place. Tell her I'm sorry. Hey, yeah, since but you it got... all started from that song. I'm sure you know Matthew's like oh. Jeremiah was the bullfrog. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys train at different areas. We already discussed that. But do you guys ever compare your programs? Do you guys ever like let each other know what you, you know how your training is, what you guys are doing? Are you guys doing the exact same thing for training? Uh, that's actually funny you brought that up because that usually every Friday when we go out to dinner, we usually uh, compare the uh, the training hours on our watches, our polar watches. It keeps track of all of our hours for the through the week and oh man, what zone, what heart rate zones we're in, and usually I'm always ahead of him for training zones. So obviously he just has more talent than I do. Oh, Jeremy, what about that? Alex Martin, the better trainer, the harder trainer. I can see the, the higher zone guy. Yeah, the higher zone. I can see the headlines now. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Alex knows deep down the real answer to that, and he, he knows who has more hours. So we'll just leave that one, <laughs> leave that one quiet. He can have this one. Uh, yeah, and we know who has more wins and who's more have more points this season. So, <laughs> um, well, I, I have more Supercross points actually. Oh, <laughs> good one. Ooh, jab, jab. <laughs> Uh, hey, Jeremy and Alex, thank you for coming on the show. I know, Jeremy, you're very strict about the time. You said to me, hey, I'm on a program. I know it's late out the East Coast, so we got to go. But um, you can get your sleep in. Uh, Washugal this weekend. And uh, thanks to both of you for coming on the Pulp Mech Show, uh, brought to you by Vortex Rockets. Uh, really appreciate it. Great job, Jeremy, and you too, Alex, this weekend. And, uh, and we'll see you both at Washugal. All right, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Steve. All right, thanks, guys. See you guys. Thanks, guys. Jeremy and Alex Martin, everybody, uh, on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, good times. Yeah, good dudes. Yeah, good dudes. I thought it would be funny to get them on combo. It's nice to hear Jeremy talk a little bit more because his, his interviews are not the most you know spunky. Yeah, no, I don't know him very well, but I've gotten to know him a little more this summer off the record or you know just bullshitting yeah. with him. And, and yeah, I agree. I, different guy than what the interviews are. Yeah. You know? Uh, but sometimes, hey, you've you got a camera, a million things going through your mind. You just got off the right, you know? Yeah. So, all right, let's take a commercial break. BTOsports.com, big sponsor brought brought to you. uh, uh, Fuck that all up. All right, let's take a commercial break. Thanks, everybody. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, 
Our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 hey. W wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility. 
where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. right. You should want a bad bitch like this. Huh? Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Yeah. Like, cup of Ace, cup of Goose, cup of Chris. I heal something worth a half a ticket on my wrist. Like, on my wrist. Taking all the liquor straight. Never chase that. Never stop like we bring an 88 back. What? In the hood scene where the bass at. Champagne spilling, you should taste that.
everybody coming at you some pulp mx Kiefer, i'm so fancy i don't know if you knew that uh did you why uh did you why i'm so fancy it's a good song bro it is catchy. i'm into it it oh, is right. catchy right it's catchy it's good devin's mad but he likes that's all right chat room's loving it you're okay with it that's chat room's so liking it loving it a cherries.com twitter and instagram at a cherries usa Quality products like chain guide and slider kits, handguards, skid plates, fuel tanks, Reed, KTN guys, just about everybody use a Cherubies. Kiefer, former factory of Cherubies rider. Yep. In the studio and now Ace R&D tester. Yep. What's your favorite of Cherubies product, Kiefer? You know, it's really small, but actually the coolest thing they make is those uh, universal footbed covers. So when you go in deep ruts. Yeah. And... Uh, they don't. Your foot peg doesn't stick up, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to worry about kicking it down, and getting the mud out of there. It's pretty cool. You actually hooked me up with a pair of those. Oh yeah, yeah, they work really well. Yeah. So I thought. Take it from good. a man who once wore a Cherby's gear. Yeah, you know their gear. And they still make gear too. It's yeah, cool. yeah, it's good. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, Trey Kennard coming up right now on the, on the show, and uh, thanks for uh, sticking it out with us on this Monday night. Man, I'll tell you what, Kiefer, you were just in Denver. Yeah. The show's blowing up. People love it. They do. I was out there on vacation riding different tracks, and uh, people love the show. They love Steve. I don't know if they love Steve, but I think they love the the Ping and Deuce Deuce and yourself and Berluti. Well, they love what you give them. Let's say that. Here's my magic. I'll tell you where my magic lays. Yes. Besides in the bedroom. You said magic and lays in the same. Besides in the bedroom, which Pookie can attest to. Okay, right. Besides eating, Mm -hmm. tell you what I'm good at. I recognize guys like the Deuce Deuce and Ping and JT, who I helped get a job at Racer X, yourself, and I bring them to the people. Right. I bring the magic to the people. That's what I do. And, and, and they get it, and they like it. Yeah. So, yeah. So next time... Uh, you, I guess you don't really know how much of a cult following you have until you venture out. And you know, you go travel every weekend, so you might see no, it No, I see it, bro. Yeah. I see it. It's really honored. It's, I'm honored to, to have these people into it. Um... 185 bucks, tech1designs.com, full sticker kit. As my mom would say, decal. Did you hear that? That's how Canadians say it. Decals and levers. Levers? Oh, yeah, levers, yeah. Levers. Uh, 185 bucks, 15 bucks off. Email jamie at tech1designs.com, tech1designs.com. Check those guys out. And uh, coming up next on the show, Fly Racing's own Trey Kennard. Fly Racing designs its racewear to complement a rider's natural movements on the motorcycle. No unnecessary distractions, straightforward, no unnecessary function, fitness style. Fly Racing products are distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. And they make much more than gear, Kiefer. Fly Racing's hard parts are killing it right now. And the 2015 stuff is out right now as we speak. 
Yeah, I got some gear. It's pretty good. You got some of it? Yeah. Which stuff did you get? Do you know? <clears throat> Light hydrogen. Ooh, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's at the Miami Dolphin covers? No, Colors? No, oh. The new 2015 Oh, the stuff. 15 stuff. Yeah. yeah right. Looks right. good. High viz. Uh, Fly Racing is pleased and proud uh, to be part of the Pulp Mech Show. Well, maybe not that so much that much, but they are pleased and proud to bring our next guest on the line. He is Honda Muscle Milk's Trey Kennard. Ice Trey. Yo. Thanks for coming on. Hey, you know what? It was a little bit of work getting here, but we got it done. <laughs> we did? <laughs> I uh, think. Let's talk about those polar ice caps or whatever you texted me earlier. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you asked me what I wanted to talk about tonight, and mm-hmm. um, I said uh, Antarctica glaciers in the Pacific or something. <laughs> 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 I don't yeah. know. First thing popped in my mind. Right. It was good. <laughs> it, it, was, it was awesome. I've had a lot of requests from riders. I never had that one before. Um, first off, uh, let's talk 2015 fly stuff is out and, uh, you've been running it. Um, good stuff. It's, it's come fly. There probably isn't a company that's come as far in the last three, four, five years as fly racing, man. Their stuff is, uh, is killer these days. Yeah. You know, ever since they signed me, they just, you know, <laughs> I just pretty much elevated the whole program. <laughs> no, it's man. It's been awesome to, to, to see it grow. Um, you know, especially in the last 10 years, how much it's grown, but um, what I've really just been able to be a part of the last, you know, four years has been yeah. really, really cool. Uh, what's your favorite line of gear they have? I mean, they got a ton, but is there um, is there one that you like to wear? It's hard to say. I, I really like the um, the Evolution stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been wearing it uh, last couple weekends. Yeah. Uh, they have this stuff that looks like old man sweater pants kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. yeah. Yeah. And I think it's awesome. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, hey, tonight, courtesy of Max, uh, perhaps you know this Max guy at Fly. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, he's giving away a Fly F2 carbon Trey Canard replica helmet. That's right. Well, Just, hot, hot dog. Yeah, hot dog. And, uh, you know, a lot <laughs> of companies have helmets for these top riders that mm, aren't the ones they sell. They're a little different. They're padding, colors, uh, designs. Not the Fly Racing guys. Take one of these off the shelf. Trey wears these. I mean, he's got his name on the back, but it's basically the same helmet. So uh, the Carbon F2 Trey Canard replica helmet. We're going to give it away to a random listener, either live or on the archive. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com, and we will give away one of these helmets thanks to the guys at Fly Racing. All right, first off, Trey, let's talk about that save in practice. I was standing right there. (laughs) That might have made my day. Man, I was trying to charge into the outside like way too hard, obviously. <laughs> and I um, stuffed the front end so hard I scorpioned. Oh. And then somehow I was still up, but both my feet were on the wrong side of the bike. And then I kind of was walking with it, doing a little bit of a body drag. And I just heard these people cheering. Like yeah. there were people clapping. So I just got on my bike, waved to the crowd, and just carried on. It was. <laughs> and. Uh... He, so he's dragging himself up a hill next to his bike, hands still on the bars, pulls himself up, and in one motion, fist pumps. That's awesome. And then goes, brah. So he's reeling outside berm? <laughs> yeah, he was going outside the sand whoops, yeah. coming back. That big berm right The left-hand berm. And it's yeah. uh, the right-hand berm, um, yeah. but the outside. And honestly, Trey, it was funny because the, the lap before, you hit that thing, and I was like, holy crap. You were doing like third wide open around the – I'm like, Wow. And so I'm, like, watching you the next time, and <laughs> then you bury it. And I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> I honestly didn't know I just didn't, like, endo, instant endo. Yeah. Dude, it was, it was yeah. 
it was like pure soft but, mush. But do you remember the lap before you did that? Because you you hit it so so fast. Not really. I'm being <laughs> honest. <laughs> You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, cool. <laughs> Mathis, I'm just that good. I don't remember. That's um, the difference between a pro and a normal guy. Right, a normal guy would right. remember that for three weeks. Right, right. Yeah. Trey's <laughs> like, yeah, I did that every lap. But, um, hey, so Millville, uh, third in the second moto, a nice ride in the second moto. Uh, good first moto, too, was, was nothing, nothing wrong with that. You told me after the race that that's a bit of a bummer to get third in, in a second moto and not be on the podium. But uh, it's the way the scores worked out. But you still got to be semi-happy with how you rode. Yeah, you know, I am happy, for sure. Um, uh, you know, you're always pushing for more. Which, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a sad thing in a way, but um, you just want to be up there so bad. So it, at, at the difference from third to fourth is like, I don't know. It feels like four or five positions. <laughs> so I don't know what it is. Just that podium makes it seem so much different. Um, but, uh, no, I was happy. I thought the second moto, I did a lot better than the first moto. Um, especially the second half of the, of the first or the second moto was, was really good. I thought so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was all, all good stuff moving in the right direction. So, uh, seven Oh two, five, eight, six, seven, eight, five, seven. You got a question for Honda muscle milks, uh, Trey Kennard, uh, give us a call. Got him on the phone for a little while longer. Brought to you by fly racing, which is a, not a coincidence by the way. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, and, you know, another thing we talked about after the race, and this is where it gets interesting to me, and we talked about this on our post-race podcast, is last year uh, it was Ryan Dungey, it was James Stewart, it was yourself, it was Justin Barsha. And uh, you told me after the race that you think that you're riding maybe better than last year, and yet the results aren't necessarily showing it. Uh, you four guys, and five if James gets in there, um, have definitely been on another level than uh, everybody else up uh, pretty much every race. Uh, Tomac wasn't there in the beginning, so that was a little different. But you told me after the race that you think you're riding better than ever. Yeah, you know, I feel that, you know, the team is really elevated. I feel like, you know, I've kind of stepped my game up from last year. Um, you know, unfortunately, I haven't got that win or place better than thir- third. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of a bummer. But I feel like last year, you know, I was I was there at times. There was good races, but there was really bad races too. Um, where this year, I've, you know, somehow I've been able to be more consistent and then I've been in that somewhat in that lead group, um, mm-hmm. more than it was last year. You know, last year was more, you know, both the Ryan's kind of every race, it seemed like kind of just took off and, and kind of, yep. you know, did their thing and, you know, third back was kind of its own little battle where, you know, now I kind of feel like I'm at least a little bit in that, in that front group yeah so and the pace is gnarly you guys are like you know josh grant uh weston pike brett metcalf these guys are no slouches and dude they're a minute back it's pretty gnarly <laughs> you know not 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 bagging on those guys they're some of the best yeah. in the world but it tells me it's, that the pace up front is, is crazy yeah it's it's pretty gnarly i mean it, i think pretty much all four of us are i mean i know i am i'm giving it everything i've got mm-hmm. you know for 35 minutes so yep um I don't know. There's not much cruising around. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, you happy with your bike? You feel good with your bike? Are you planning any more testing sessions this year? Yeah. Um, you know, I definitely, like I said before, you're always striving for more. So, yep. um, definitely am still striving for more. I feel like we can still make improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's, we're going to do actually a little bit of testing this week. Um, the guys are coming out to Oklahoma. So, Oh, they are. Um, oh. so hopefully we make some more progress and, and, uh, that 
sets us up good for um, for Washougal. See, I was going to tell you that more testing involves you going out to the dreaded Southern California, but oh no, Honda's coming out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we went out to to uh, Southern California um, before Tennessee, and and there was just, I mean, it's just a completely different place mm-hmm. from May to to June. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's almost unrecognizable. And the difference, the tracks, you know, you go there in May and it's a lot of bumps, a lot of ruts. Mm-hmm. You, know, you go there June, July, and it's like a freeway with like some powder burns. So, right. Quads at Glen Helen. Cahia. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I feel like them coming here is so much more beneficial because, you know, we have moisture and bumps and ruts and right. it's good. It helps me out a lot too, not having to travel. I w- this Kiefer, I was watching you uh, some old tape on you, and oh, yeah, right. And I was kind of studying your style back in the day, and then now I watch your style now, which is impeccable. It's awesome. But has your I, I noticed like your style has changed over the years. Is it is it because your injuries have changed your style, or do you think just you evolving as a rider has changed your style? Um, I think we're constantly evolving. You know, I think um, probably earlier in my career. Especially really early, I, you know, I was really went for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you probably did. way too much sometimes. That kind of, I don't know, it, was, it put me in awkward situations a lot of times. So um, I, I've tried to just evolve, you know, everything as, as a rider, as a person. And um, I think I've learned a lot about how to set the bike up. And there's just so much that, that comes into play. So I, I've always really tried to be really precise with with my form and technique and it honestly looks like you're going on a photo shoot the whole lap because his style is so good everywhere he goes it never looks Kiefer, like it's bad who who has he who didn't he work with in the beginning of his career and who is he now working with now oh, i forgot about that <laughs> okay just that's all i need you to answer tim ferry thank you i just i just got two words <laughs> what are what are they Mathis? tim ferry that's it. I would put the F word <laughs> in the middle. That's just me, though. Uh, hey, we have uh, some phone calls for you. You want to take some calls from some fans? Sure. Uh, Jason wants to compliment you on being awesome, so let's take that call. All right. <laughs> Jason, thanks for calling the show. You want to tell Trey how awesome he is? Well, y- yes, sir, I do. Uh, but Trey, this is uh, – my name is Jason. I- I've got a little boy, uh, Luke. Um, elbows up. Elbows up, oh yeah. Yeah, elbows up. Um, and I just want to compliment you, and, and hopefully someday you'll get to be a dad and, and you'll see this side of it. Um, it. It's not necessarily that, you know, I tell him to idolize you, but, you know, there's just certain things that, you know, that he'll do, and, and you know, you kind of just say, um, you know, if 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 Craig Kennard was here and Yens was riding together and you did that, what would he think of you? You know, so it's kind of like the good example you said. I mean, as a father, it's my place to teach him right and wrong. But you pull from the outside certain people that that you use to influence him. And, um, you know, just – and I don't see, you know, but the bad part about that is is like when we were at Muddy Creek, you know, he'll just come up to you and start talking to you. You know, it's like <laughs> when you get on that level talking about you, you know, I don't know in his little mind if he thinks, but well, we know him. You know, so, <laughs> um, you know, what I want to compliment you on is, is just the patience, you know, you have with him and I'm sure other children. 
Uh, it's uh, so it kind of you know Trey. It kind of comes. My little boy loves the forty-one. Trey, it kind of comes along with just being <laughs> you know being um, a public figure and and getting put out there, right? I mean, it takes a little bit of patience sometimes, and sometimes uh, you know you're not always feeling it, but you kind of have to put the brave face on, and it's part of the job. Yeah, you know, I try to always be genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's probably the biggest goal of mine is just to be genuine with people. Um, so I, I always just try to think about when I was a little boy and seeing people like, you know, Robbie Rayner was probably one of the biggest guys that I was ever around, and, mm-hmm. and he always took time for me, and I know how much that made, a you know, an impact on my life. So uh, um, it's a it's a privilege for me. So. Th- thanks, Jason. Thanks for calling. Uh, thanks, guys. Trey. All right, uh, let's get to uh, Greg. Uh, you want to talk to Trey? Trey Kennard, what's your question? Hey, guys. Uh, Trey, uh, thanks for coming on this little donkey show that Steve and the boys have. Uh, it's always a pleasure <laughs> to talk to the heroes of the sport. Donkey show. Um, I got to meet you at Red Bud, and you're, you're awesome and obliged photos, et cetera. Uh, my question is riding is a riding question, or racing, actually. And that is, as you're going through the sections of the track, how far in advance is your mindset in terms of, you know, how far you're thinking ahead? Are you concentrating on the, you know, the obstacles that you're in, whether it's corner or whoops or what have you, or is, is your mind already trained down the track? Uh, it's an interesting question because it's, it, it's, it varies, you know, you go through certain sections and, um, you're thinking about, you know, where I can pass this guy or what I need to do here, where I could change that. Um, but at other times, you, I mean, you're completely lost in the moment. And, I mean, you're you're in tune with everything you're doing. So um, that's that's one of the coolest feelings, I think, about riding is, is just losing all senses of time and really anything else around you. So um, I, I, it's when I seem to do my best is whenever I'm... <laughs> Not thinking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just... Lost, kind of just doing your thing. Thanks, uh, thanks, Greg. Yeah, is it, is it any different for Supercross versus Motocross? Um, I think Supercross. Well, you know, it's kind of both in the same. Um, there's certain rest periods. You know, there's certain jumps you can look around and and I mean, you'd be surprised what you're thinking about. Fifteen laps in, so. I'm I'm always in surprise when working with riders. Like, you guys are very aware, like, okay, that guy's in the lane next to me. He's making up time or he's not. Uh, I hear the crowd, and I look over and see the number seven, just for an example, the number seven cartwheeling or whatever. Like, I'm always surprised you guys do get a chance to look around and, and out there and, and see what's going on, and I'm always surprised by that. So Yeah, it, it amazes me, really, what actually how much stuff is going through your brain. <laughs> What about that song? You're able to comprehend it. What about know, that song, crazy. Fancy? Have you heard that song? What is it? The song Fancy. God. Fancy. By Iggy? Iggy. Yeah, mm. it, it, that would go through my head. It's 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 all I'm thinking about these days. Okay. You know, I thought, I'll tell you one thing that went through my head one time. And what, what? It cost me a podium. I was thinking at Phoenix Supercross in 2013, I was going through this rhythm section, I was thinking about, Something to do with Kevin Durant, <laughs> and I crashed, and you know that was it. Mm-hmm. Wishing your legs were that long as you went through the whoops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That might have been it. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, and you were very pumped on your Oklahoma Thunder colored Scott goggles this weekend. 
Oh, I was. Yeah. Was amazing. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Greg. Hey, thanks, Steve. Thanks, guys. Right. Appreciate Th- it. Thank yep. you. Hey, Phil, uh, you got a question for uh, – wait, Phil's on five. New York, Phil? Phil. Phil. Yeah. You got a question for Troy, for Trey Kennard? Yeah, first of all, I'd like to say, you know, I love the show. And, uh, Steve, I've watched all your videos since you guys put them on YouTube and everything. And I uh, follow Trey very, very um, much. Um, also, YouTube keeper. But, uh, Trey, uh, I was just wondering uh, how you like the new 2014 bike. Uh, I actually just purchased it, purchased it uh, late April. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. Um, I, I think it's really cool to see Honda, and I feel like it's it's gaining momentum, um, Honda. So um, I love it. I think it's hard to beat the the Honda how it's put together. I mean, the things pretty much. I don't know. I feel like it's indestructible sometimes. Don't tell Chad that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I agree on that. Um, no, actually, like I just it was my first year on the 450, and. Um, uh, I figured I thought I thought it'd be like one of those bikes you'd want to tear your arms off, but I feel like power is really really smooth and uh, really enjoyed it. So, right, Kiefer, yeah, that's, Kiefer, that's one you... of the really strong points of uh, the Honda being super linear. It's it's uh, and whenever you can add power to that, it's awesome. Right. Kiefer, you've ridden the you got ridden the stock bike a ton. Yeah, uh, you're probably 20 seconds or so off a of trace pace. But right. anyways, yep. uh, what would you do to the bike? Uh, what should Phil do to just, it? Just like Phil said, it, a lot of guys that are buying motorcycles, they don't need 60-horsepower dirt bikes, you know? So that's what's cool about the Honda. Everybody's like, oh, the Honda's slow. But yet, how many guys can ride that Honda wide open to its full potential? Not very many. And the guys that do are racing, and theirs are built. So the easiest stuff to do to that Honda, it, you know, it turns well. You know, you can do stuff to your suspension or, you know, add a muffler. That'll even open it up some more and get you some more horsepower. But I'm telling you, that, that bike's easy to ride, and... It's fun to ride because you actually can ride it. Yeah, my bike's not really stock anymore. I can tell you that much. Um, I actually had a stage two cam put in it, um, high compression piston, a little bit of head work done to it. No, Phil. And I actually had Mike Wiesner do some uh, suspension work for me, which was really awesome. Oh, Phil. Phil's got a full trick job. Dropping names. Podium uh, speech. Uh, Phil, uh, check out sponsor deals on our show to try to save yourself some money if you're getting stuff in the future. Yeah, well, I mean, I work for I actually work for a dealership, but um, oh, there you go. actually with Trey, I mean, I'm on the Rider Support uh, program with uh, Fly Racing, and uh, um, Amanda Winther, who's our new race admin, has been nothing but awesome with us and uh, always tries to help out, so it's been an awesome process to go through. Yeah, that's that's cool. Well, yeah, the one awesome. thing, Phil, one thing, uh, thanks for calling. Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, I mean, it's well known in the pits, just a the worst guys to deal with. Yeah, horrible. Like, yeah, without a doubt. Andrew Short, Terrible. Trey Kennard. Never I mean, smile. Divas. Yeah. Divas big time. Um, all right, we got Trey Kennard on the water for a little while longer. Jeez, Trey, there's a lot of phone calls for you. I got I got questions myself. Uh, <laughs> all right, Michael, what's going on? Uh, you wanted to ask Trey Kennard about his training? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Trey. Um, what's that? You're probably one of the biggest uh, advocates for road bike training, and I just started road biking this summer myself. So I was kind of wondering, uh, I'm wondering what kind of mileage you're doing for your training rides. And for me, just starting out, should I be trying to increase my distance or just kind of pick a distance and try to increase my intensity? Uh, I mean, there's there's about a jillion theories out there. Um, I think one of the, the best ways to go about it, I, I go off the of time uh, a lot of times, um, you're looking for a one to two hour ride. Um, two hours, you're you're going to do more of uh, kind of lower intensity, just kind of 
lower heart rate. You're wanting to build your endurance, uh, build your base there. Um, you need to even go to, even to a three-hour ride. Um, but uh, you, you get down to one hour, you can um, use that as more of a recovery ride. Or um, you can also do some interval training um, kind of in, in under that hour time. So um, I don't know. I think just, just have fun with it is probably the biggest deal. Um, and uh, try to read a lot about about certain different styles of training because not, not everything is going to be perfect for you. Um, so just trying to find that niche of, of what uh, works for you and your schedule and, and uh, everything like that. So, All right, cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. Uh, hey, Trey, um, Motocross the Nations is coming up. I don't know if you're aware of this. It's this little race in Latvia where yeah. Team USA sends some riders. Um have you been talked to? I, I hear that the, there's possibility you could go. Uh, anything new on that for you? I mean, it's possible. Would you go, or would you say, screw it, I don't want to go? You know, I think I'd go. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit nervous about all the stuff that's going on over there. I think they, they missed. They, it is far. It's on the uh, uh, west coast of rest, west side of Russia. Just don't fly Malaysian Airlines, bro. Yeah, and I think they yeah. would avoid the Ukraine. Looking, i got to go to Frankfurt, so. I've already yeah. booked my ticket. Are you going? Yeah. 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 Mm. Who's going to yeah. sit no, there? I mean, it's, that's such an honor. I mean, it's, right. it's hard to say no. So. If uh, if I don't go, who's going to cheer Canada on in the B main? This is true. Right? This could be the year, Mathis. <laughs> they can make the A main. I thought they were going to make it last year. They almost did. They collapsed in epic fashion. Um, <sighs> on the last lap and a half, they lost four spots or three spots on the last lap and a half to... to, to, uh. to, to, to in the in the long winners, Mathis. They're tough. <laughs> I know, right? It is. Yeah. Uh, There's only so much snowmobiling that can help motocross. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Screw you. See, this is what I mean. That's a no good one, one wants to deal with Canard. But that is a good one, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it when it's good like that. Hey, uh, let's talk a little bit about Oklahoma. Obviously, uh, getting hot there. Nice. Uh, the Honda's coming out, like you said, and uh, it's getting uh, getting warm there. So it's probably perfect weather right now for training, right? I mean, if if you're talking in the sense of, of acclimating to heat, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> as far as killing yourself, yeah, too. <laughs> um, and it's so hot, you just, uh, I don't know. Um, it, it's, it's, I mean, you have to live in the heat, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this year has been really odd. Um, we've only had really one really hot race. It has been, uh, yeah. So, I don't know, but... Um, yeah, no, I, I love it here. I think mean, it's it's awesome. So, the uh, the Bogle monster is he out there? He uh, yeah, he's been out here actually. We had to go to California um, just now, but um, it has been good to ride with him. Yeah, so, um, he's awesome. There's Bogle. There's a guy like came up after you. Obviously, looked up to you. Um, came in as a hyped amateur kid, and you and I have talked about him. You know, a few times here and there. Some terrible injuries along the way. Uh, also, some immature moments on the track, and you wondered if the kid was ever going to figure it out and going to get it and make it. Props to the Geico team for sticking by him. A bad injury this year. Uh, one that would you would think like, oh, this this is, could be the crossroads. I mean, this guy could it, you know he'll never be the same guy. But uh, with the help of his trainer and some dedication and a whole a ton of hard work. Won the Supercross title. He's better than ever outdoors. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a moto or overall win before this thing is out. And Justin Bogle has done really a 180 on his career. Like the guy, I don't want to make it sound like he was a bad dude because he was always cool, but 
You know what I mean? Like I'm, I've been impressed with his his just his comeback and his work ethic and his speed, and, and this kid is really going to be something. You know what I'm impressed at? Hmm. Is it the Hop album? <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to it yet? Oh, I got I got it. Who got the keys to the Jeep beat? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have you for a, a, a hip hop. Uh, what frack? What is it? Phrase? I don't know. Fra- yeah, phrase. Yeah, phrase. Um, I actually gave them the name for their for their little click. You did? Yeah, I, I coined it. I'm pretty proud of myself for that. That is pretty. They good. ain't even giving you props, dude. I I kind of. Oh, it, it's cool. He I, don't, d- I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, he kind of. He doesn't like to people to know that because you know the old thing about oh he's not focused on his moto career like a guy is supposed to be locked in a room twenty four hours a day right. you know focusing on can't moto. have a life yeah like he I don't have a girlfriend yeah. right no gir- <laughs> gir- no girls no rap no nothing you know because that's how our fan- some fans are like that and it's ridiculous so I wish he would own it a little more because apparently it's really good I mean I like Van Halen from the mid eighties so not really a fan focus on your career Steve. <laughs> I know right right. But uh, no, yeah, the kids, kids, good man. It's Oklahoma. Yeah, no, you know? no. I, I'm, I'm a huge Bogle fan. I think uh, he's had a, you know, some obviously some tough breaks, um, and he, I mean, he's rebounded from all of them. So yeah, uh, I, I really hope he gets a medal win, if not overall win, um, this year. I think, I think he's got it in him. It's everything has to come in, in the, uh, in the plate. So but uh-huh. we're both, we're both kind of like. Each other, I'm like, yeah, ready for that or, or what? Yeah, so. uh, his perseverance and attitude and everything reminds me of another guy from Oklahoma, Honda rider. Yeah, Robbie Raynard. <laughs> yes, exactly. Bingo. <laughs> Guy Cooper. <laughs> Guy Cooper. Exactly what I'm thinking about. Johnny Moore. Wait, is Johnny Moore? Is that it's his Marley. name? Marley. Marley. John. Johnny Marley. That's what I'm talking about. Um, there is a Moore from Oklahoma, though. There is a Moore? Yeah. From Oklahoma? Okay. Yeah, 140. That kid, number 140. Um, do you ever talk to Cooper, Trey? I do, yeah. I've talked to him more this year than I have probably ever. Because he, he's been at the races with the with Albertson's Crosslands team, and so I've been talking to him a little bit. He wears beer optics, uh, the official goggle of Jimmy Albertson, and uh, he's something else, man. That guy, he's wide open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he's like, you, you know, you always say this, oh, he's such a good guy. Mm-hmm. Guy is such a good guy. <laughs> guy is a good guy. Guy is such a good guy. Well, he's awesome, man. He's mm-hmm. so hyped up and... Man, he's just ready to go. Your uh, your mechanic recently had a new addition to his family. He hasn't been there for a couple of weeks. Do you miss him? Um, man, I do. I do. He um, he actually hasn't had the baby yet. Oh, I mean, he's he's obviously not having the baby himself. Oh, he's not. Okay, I didn't know that. No. Oh, no. I thought I, th- I thought his wife. Okay, so not yet. So he could be out yeah. a little while longer. Yeah. No. He um, he was actually out red bed, and then um, the thought of water broke. Um, so he flew home and made some sort of, I don't know, female parts weekend or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> right, it, it, right. It's all, it's all really weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to, yeah, that still scares me. Um, but, um, yeah, it was just that. So now they've just kind of been on, hold on watch. So, um, Ronnie Mack, seen him much? Oh, you know, Ronnie, he, uh, he's not really welcome. Um, <laughs> He's not welcome. No, not a no. surprise. Yeah, he's kind of. No, he's just doing when I'm not there. 
he's kind of an a-hole, that Ronnie. Like, I don't like his attitude a lot of times. You, you know what? He, he's, um, he messes up my driveway. We <laughs> used everywhere. <laughs> I mean, right. I don't know if you saw the last video. He broke my, my gate code. I saw that, yeah. Little module. Yep. Just see uh, ya. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a jerk. Uh hey, uh thanks for coming on. Oh, Trey. Wait, wait, wait. oh you got a question? So Trey, I'm I'm not a religious guy at all. But when I was in racing supercross and even when I'd go to the supercross races to cover the event, um I always seem to end up going to, to Chappie's chapel service before the, the races start. And uh there's always something to be said for a guy that can get his point across religiously and make it known just for the average guy who is not religious, such as myself. So I always thought that was cool. Like the way his messages was was uh, was brought was really well perceived by myself and I always could relate to him. Um, is there something that, and I think you being a people person like the way you are, is there something that maybe after your career is over, would that be something that you would like to do is to maybe – Maybe not travel every Supercross and motocross, but maybe go and talk to the riders like he does. I'd totally be into it. Um, I, I think Chappie is so good um, because he's formed so many relationships. Um, I think that's what, what the whole thing's about. You know, it's not about um, a church service or anything like that. It's it's about the relationships that are being formed and and. Um, but he's just done a phenomenal job with that. I mean, I think he can he can talk to anyone in the sport um, on any level, and, and everyone respects him, which I think is cool. I always think to myself when we're at you know a chapel service, how many people stick around. But I mean, I don't even know what they're, they're thinking, you know, if they even believe in God or anything like that. So I think it's great what he's been able to to do and. And for sure, I mean, if, if the opportunity comes, I think it might be a, a new opportunity. Yeah, it just kind of came to my mind whenever time I went there. I was like, yeah, Trey would be good at this, you know, because he can relate. He's He's been there. So just was a thought. Yeah, we were, I'm just kidding about you being a jerk earlier, about you and Shorty being a jerk. So, um, Hey, you know what? It's, I am a jerk, actually. <laughs> um, I just I put on a big show. I mean, that's what it's all about. I, uh, I'm not bringing up Timmy Ferry. In this interview, I did earlier a little bit, but I'm not. I promise, I'm not asking any questions about him. I'm just going to end the interview. That's it. Not Wait, talking about Timmy. Wow, that's a milestone. I, I, little steps, small steps. Baby steps. Yeah, it's like an alcoholic. <laughs> little little tiny steps. Every day is a victory. So. Oh no. Mathis is in TFA. Tim Ferry Anonymous. Uh, I had a good talk uh, with him. This, I had a good talk with him this weekend. He was there. Obviously, I reminisced about getting third in '03. He didn't remember. I thought, I thought when we were talking. <laughs> about oh yeah, damn it. See. See. <laughs> Hey, Trey, I hang up now. We were, talking, we were walking the track um, Friday, uh-huh. and he was telling me he got a, a third, and um, his stomach hurt so bad he didn't go to the podium. Yeah, yeah, he had to poop. Um, yeah. He, but he he brought that up because when I brought it up to him in front of a fan, a fan was like, "Oh, of course, there's Mathis and Timmy together," and I'm like, third overall here, oh three, and Timmy goes, "We did," so you know. Um, but yeah, he, he in '03 he just kept riding. He didn't even stop because he had to poop really bad. Yeah. So yeah, that guy has some serious stomach issues. Yeah, yeah, that happens. You know. We'll go eat and he'll be like, "Nah, man, I, I just ate something." <laughs> yeah, I just I'm, I don't forget. It. Just he, he's a delicate flower. 
Yeah. He's been eating a lot of ice cream. Oh, ice cream, M&M's, Doritos. Yeah. How fast yeah. is the little guy going right now, though? Oh, it looks like he's shredding. Oh, yeah. I know. He, he's got the style part down. Yeah. I guess, and like Timmy said, he just he just wants to ride 24-7, you know? Yeah. Just all hey, the... Hey, and Timmy, don't let Timmy fool you. He's full on murder dad. Oh, no, he is. Absolutely. He denies it to me, too. I've told him. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. Um, uh, that, see, we did it again. We talked about Timmy. for See? <sighs> Fail. <sighs> is, hey, is he coming to Washougal? Never mind you. Is he coming to Washougal? I guess not, yeah. right? Loretta's, yeah. Loretta's, yeah. All right. Um, okay, Trey, thank you for coming on. Always a good time. Uh, we're giving away a Trey Kennard Carbon F2 replica helmet from Fly. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com. And uh, maybe we'll let Trey pick the random number once we get our, all of our entries in. and Just pick a random number for Sounds his good. helmet. So, uh, Thanks, Trey. Appreciate it, man. We'll see you this weekend. Thanks, Trey. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. See you. That is Honda Muscle Milk's Trey Kennard, everybody. Good guy. Not as good as JT right here. Oh. What's up, JT? What's going on? Actually, Trey's better than JT. Nicer guy. Fuck it. Uh, how are you, JT? I'm good. Okay. Uh, I'm punishing myself on my bicycle. Oh, you did? How many miles did you go? Uh, 32 or 33. <laughs> what was your average? I don't know. Come on. I didn't study it too much. Don't worry about it, Kiefer. What, are you writing a book? I thought all the Martin brothers compare. Me and JT can compare. Yeah, good point. Racetech.com. Let's run into your email segments. Privateer Proven, Lee, Freeze, Blows, Gilmore. They've all used Racetech uh, to uh, put in some great great results. For 30 years, Racetech is supplying riders and racers and tuners with the best suspension products. And, uh, of course, I got the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Racetech.com. Uh, Use the code PulpMX to save yourself 20%. And I guarantee you, uh, most of the people listening to this need suspension work. So uh, these are the best emails we got for the show. Uh, one of these is for JT. I'll get to that in a second. Um, Chris sent this in in regards to our conversation last week. Steve, promoters don't pay privateers more because they don't have to. I pay the guy who mows my lawn $35. If he says that's not enough, there are a dozen lawnmower guys behind him who will mow my lawn for that. If the privateers got together and demanded more money, the promoters say adios and turn to the other 10,000 or so riders who are more than willing to ride for whatever they can get. Basic capitalism. Well, Chris, that's what we were saying. If talking about riders getting together last week, I said it has to start from the top. And some caller kept saying that it has to, if the privateers did it, then things would change. And I'm like, no. The next it will 20, only happen from the top. The only. next 20 guys behind them will start racing. So, Chris... Chris, that's what I was saying. So thanks for your email, but exactly what I was saying. Uh, from Brad, JT, um, can JT give us an update about Chad and his war with his neighbors? Anything? He must be able to ride his motocross track now, obviously. Yeah, he's riding. Um, I don't know, man. It's been going on for so long, way before it ever, you know, the, the average fan ever knew about it or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, well, it's just an ongoing battle, and I don't see it ending anytime soon, so... Can't go kart, I guess. He, so. Yeah, he can't go kart, but he can ride, which is the most important thing. So, well, let's uh, talk about reading his Pirellis. That's what we want to talk about. Uh, okay. Anybody want? I mean, what was that whole deal about? Do you know anything about that? I talked to Chad uh, after practice. He said Discount Tire does a ton of Pirelli business. Uh-huh. He yep. thinks that there will be a a down the line, the truck could be branded differently with perhaps Pirelli. Some Pirelli money and discount tire money all together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a better 
deal for him uh, discount tire-wise and Pirelli to go to Pirelli. They still sell a lot of Dunlops uh, with Goodyear and somebody else that, that is Dunlop is owned by. Uh, the tire, the Pirellis themselves, he's been testing them for a little bit. He likes them. He's uh, BF Goodrich that you're thinking of. BF Goodrich, thank <clears> you. <throat> yeah. So, um, yeah, he uh, better for discount tire. So Pirellis it is. And he'll have stickers on the bike like maybe this weekend. They just weren't ready. Huh. So, All right. But I walked over there because I was like, uh, I don't see any Pirelli stickers, so I wonder if he's running Dunlops and just, you know. I thought he would be going to Bridgestone when I saw the release. I was like, oh, Bridgestone for sure. <laughs> no, Bridgestone's <laughs> gone, man. So, uh, JT, another question. What's the current relationship status with Jad- Chad and James? Uh, it's complicated. <laughs> uh, what, what, do you, what do you think Dean Wilson's best finish in Supercross next year will be aboard a KTM? Uh... Third. Okay. Uh, Dan sent this in. So a week ago, Mathis, you got a bit of a scoop when you got told Matthew State on the record that he had switched back to Spring Forks and planned to stick with them for the rest of the season. A week later, he went 1-1 with the same forks. I'll leave it to you and JT how to determine how much the bike had to do with that. But let's say, Levi, Eva, let's say Eli is comfortable with the way it is. So the question is, JT and Kiefer, if you're on a factory muscle milk bilk, bike and not the Geico machine, would he have the same opportunity to make that switch? I think he would. Chad got to do it. Yeah. JT? Uh, yeah, I think it would. there would be some red tape involved. Yeah, but I, but think, I think he could do it, especially if he showed that he you know, was fast as shit on it. Yeah, they want to win. You know, that's, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. So there always if, is. It's, if, they think, if they think it's going to make a big difference, then I think then they, can, they can you know, make it happen. If they don't think it's going to help, that's when I think you run into problems. There always is that. Like, ah, yeah, we don't really want to do that. It's not really, you know. Right, yeah. Uh, Graham, hey, Steve, a couple things for the show. Hurlings, what were they thinking, letting him ride an 80 in a charity event? (laughs) Well, didn't think it was going to break his femur, I can tell you that. (laughs) There's a lot of people wondering. Mm, That's gnarly, bro. Maybe he's showing up. So, do you guys think Tixie does it? He needs... 145 points to win the title. There's 200 points available. I've been watching it on CBS Sports, and he's got not much room for error. Right, and Tixier is in that that battle for like you know the second, third, fourth, yeah. fifth. Those yeah. like four guys right there are, are all close. So I mean, it it could, but he's have to be winning. You know, how how much you think that if uh, it gets close near the end, Hurlings gets out there, and I mean, goddamn, there's only 20 guys on the line. Right, he's barely got to beat anybody. And look how fast he is anyway. Yeah. Who needs a famer? Uh, okay. Um, JT, Pro Circuit, what is going on here? Their bikes are having a litany of issues this year, and that it's just not like PC at all. What do you think? I don't know. Um, good question. Unlike them. I mean, they have had their fair share of problems. I mean, you think of Purcell, Purcell's uh, head cracking at, uh, or cylinder cracking at Southwick. Um, I mean, it's not like it's never happened before you know mm-hmm. dean's had a ton of problems uh over the past few couple of years mm-hmm. um i don't i don't know you know i i think everyone's in this uh race to develop the bikes and sometimes bad things happen you know it just it's unfortunate that it seems like it's all been pro circuit lately mm-hmm. but i i know it's not a reflection on their effort you know it's just mm-hmm. uh it's the way it's gone. So I don't, I don't think you know it's going to be something we see for years to come or anything like that. Colin sent this in. Having just watched Red Bud, I can't help but wonder what the USA 
fans are thinking when they think sending Kennard, Tomac, and the best 250 rider is sending a B team. These guys are proving they are hungry and fast and will battle with anyone irrespective of former reputation. Dungey goes to the nation's already beaten by Caroli, Roxon, and Hurlings, just like he lines up being beaten by Villapoto and Roxon over here. Tomac has proven last year he's a designations rider by chasing Kenny in Kenny's yard, something Dungey couldn't do. Stop bitching about a B team who will be one of the favorites and consider the poor Ireland team who might have to send a couple of builders and a bus driver. Well, look, the, I mean, I didn't feel great about saying a B team, but that's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, if if the if Dungey doesn't go and Villapoto's not going and Stewart's not going, they're still going to be badass. Do you think Dungey's going to go? Uh, wasn't he getting Because uh, up until this weekend, and I'm still not sold on his comments. I know that people are just going nuts. But I think – I wasn't there, but I think it was more of kind of evading the question more than just saying I'm going. Where did he say this? Where did he say this? I didn't see this. Didn't see Where was it? At the press conference uh, – Dan Lamb asked him if he, you know, or Rob Bidas asked him, actually, um, you know, they said, you've been team captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had a vote for this year's team, who would race with you? And he said, Tomac and Martin. He didn't say he was going. <laughs> no. Clear like that. Did you hear so, Villapoto? No, but people are going nuts with this. Now, that you know, everyone's always oh, racing now, he's racing uh, now. Did, I'm, I'm not so sure. Did you hear Villapoto's he racing the Nationals? He said he was. <laughs> I, I mean, he didn't say he was racing the Nationals at all. I know. But people are just going off the deep end with it, and I'm not so sure. I think it was a nice way of evading the topic. I thought he was getting married. That's why he wasn't going. Yeah. I think that's part of it. I think, you know, I think he wants a break, and I think he's getting married, and I think that there's a lot of pressure, and he probably wasn't real pumped with how it went last year. Did you you happen to notice last week I didn't ask him about the Motocross Nations? Yes. Did you see that there was no Motocross Nations topic brought up at all? Was there a pre-talk before the show? I didn't ask him about it. Okay, he was. We we got do that what you will. We didn't. We got Dungey on the show. He's a scared kitten, like behind the couch. <laughs> we got him out with some tuna. We weren't gonna get him. We weren't. Put, we weren't letting him get back in behind the couch. Right. So, so whatever it took. Uh, Nick sent this in. With all this talk of Ryan heading to Europe, I thought I would throw my opinion in. I highly doubt he was gonna go, but I would love to see it. Imagine the exposure he could get the GP series here in the states. Blah, 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 blah. Thanks for listening to my random. Uh, he would think that Hurlings would. Uh, this guy just wants to see Ryan in uh, in Europe. And uh, uh, he compares it to Nigel Mansell, who came over, whipped his dick out, and kicked all of our asses, all the American asses, and then rode off in the sunset. Um, Ryan, I don't think. I asked somebody close to Ryan Milipoto today, what do you think he's going to do? I was told GPs by this person. Uh, that'd be cool. I'd like to see And then that. I said. I hear that he's not going to do that. And then they said, oh, then he'll probably retire. <laughs> they did say he is. The, the, the Very quote, quick to change their mind. Yeah, it was funny. The quote was, though, he will not be racing Supercross. That was the quote. Yeah. So, right. Wow. So that's. Uh, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. No, he I don't. can't make the moves he's made and strategically kind of do the things he has and then decide there i think there's been a decision made yeah. my, that's just my opinion and honestly getting back to dungy i don't think anyone can hold it against him if he says he does not want to go no the guy's gone six years in a row or whatever right kicked ass struggled at times i i don't know if i necessarily agree with what the said about him last year throwing him under the bus a little bit i mean if you want to say that to him privately that's good but i was pretty shocked that roger said it publicly and he's getting married and you know right. what it's Latvia, and yeah, I, if 
he doesn't want to go, he should be. Everyone should go. Thank you for your yeah. service in the past. But the motocross. Well, don't forget too. He's got, they've got a new bike coming out. Yeah. That new that sixteen is all different. Yeah. Uh, that they will be racing early. Yeah. What else um, to get? So they've got to develop that thing. That that whole designation thing throws a huge wrench into their whole testing supercross testing plan. So. And speaking of that, let's get right into the BTOSports.com Gabba Gibbs segment. BTOSports.com Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Oh, what were you speaking of? Because there's a question about that in the Gabba Gibbs segment. Leading into that. Uh, BTOSports.com, the nation's leading retailer for anything for your bike or body. Use the code PULPMX to save yourself money. BTOSports.com, all new website, best prices around. BTOSports.com, everything you could need for your bike or body. And uh, they carry all of our products on there. Also, W Wheels. They carry W Wheels, which is a wheel of choice of uh, pretty much almost every team in the pits, Kiefer. Yeah, standard issue. And standard issue, W Wheels. BTOSports.com. over there, too. Yeah. BTOSports.com. Is that your new thing? Yeah, I think I'm trying it out. Trying it out? How's it working? Sucks. <laughs> Thanks, Keeper. JT, you got my back. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Keeper. Uh, um, You're out of your mind, dude. Use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money. These are the best questions submitted by our listeners at Devin Gibbs at PULPAMEX Show. Uh, Devin, you've picked through them. Uh, happy birthday, by the way, again. Thank you. We are giving you a birthday present in the form of your song after the third commercial. Awesome. So. Cool. As long as your band that you pick starts with Van and ends with Halen, you can have any song on there. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's pick that. I don't know if you picked that question for the yeah. KTM, but yeah, let's, I got that. Okay. Uh, this is from Mac Robinson. Uh, it's for Kiefer, but anyone who knows can really answer it. Uh, what kind of changes are you hearing for the 2016 KTM that Dungey is rumored to be racing in Supercross? I I haven't heard much actually. That's been pretty tight lipped but I do know that we're supposed to ride it sometime in December before October. December. Ooh. Yeah, well, because they have to have them out here before right. Supercross starts. So, if if you're Bobby Hewitt from Rockstar Husky, uh-huh. JT, the BTO guys are probably going to get the new bike, right? They're getting they're testing right after the last national. They start testing. Okay, the new bike. Yep. if you're Bobby Hewitt and Jason Anderson, and you get the warmed over Husky, which is this year's KTM, are you a little bitter? No, Are you bent out of shape? No, that bike's really good. So, I mean, I wouldn't be too bummed out on it. All right. Well, JT, I'm just... telling you, after riding the production bike, which I, you know, me yeah. and Keeper were talking about this weekend, I wouldn't be bummed at all. I, I you know, they, they're going to have, I would think they're going to have growing pains with a new motorcycle. Right. That's just how it works. So, and they let, know they're getting a great bike. Yeah, let the factory team work out the bugs, and then they get the, reap okay. the benefits. I'm just putting it out there, bro. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, right. Like, if, if it turns out that that bike is just, just unbelievably good. Then yes, I could I could understand a concern for it. But when you know you're just going to get an, a you know great great bike that's already proven, probably not in a bad spot. Uh, I'll tell you one thing: it's not as good looking as that husky. The KTM. Yeah, you like that husky? The white plastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I'm not a big fan of it. No, way. Oh, no, I'm not, not a big way, fan. Of it. Uh, you you three can suck it, dude. The orange oh, frame, the KTM, yeah. way we, better looking. We know how strong your fashion sense is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Cargo <laughs> shorts and flip flops. Uh, all right. Next question. Uh, this is from KTM Boy Six Six. Uh, he wants to know what the biggest difference between a bike. If you, Devin. Yeah. Let's try something here. All right. Probably. Push the oh, mic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, Push you, the before mic. you start taking shit, just know one thing. It is my birthday. I know. Raise the mic up. <laughs> like, you know, like, okay, now now talk into the front of it. Is this better? Ask the question. Okay. Uh, Mathis with... Yes, that is better. Can okay. you try to do that? All right. Okay, thank you. Fuck you. 
Um, it's great. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. my birthday, dude. Yeah, guys on payroll. Here we go. Hold on. Wow. Here, this this will make you happy. Are you ready? Do you tell at, Dennison? Do you just tell that, that to Chris Dennison, Dennison at Dirt right, right, exactly. Fired. Thank you. Fired. At Red Dog 15. Is Filthy Phil going to get a uh, ride next year? And does the JGR backup pl- uh, rider plan happen next year? I don't know. I, I it That whole experiment, Kiefer, has been up eh. and down. It, I mean, I don't the think that's terrible. Right. I think that terrible before the season. It's terrible during the season. It's going to be terrible after the season. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like, in theory, yes, it, it was a great idea. Nope. <laughs> well, you got to have the right rider. Filthy is fast as shit, but he doesn't ever finish it off. And it, and, and it could be the bike, and sometimes it's it's Phil. But I, I look at the results, and two laps to go, Phil's in tenth. I look at the at the results, Phil's twentieth. He's had bike problems in two or three of the motos this year. Okay. Well, so. Then I can't bag on him too much. But you can still bag on him. Go ahead. He's probably <laughs> listening. So, um, I don't know. I, don't, I asked Coy Gibbs this, and he just said, suck it, Mathis. You don't have a journalism degree. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, good question. I don't know if it's going to happen again. Hmm. We'll see. All right. uh, I, think, I think Phil will end up on a Rock River type team. I don't, he's not going to get a, a ride on the like level that he's on right now. Enjoy the bike while you can, filthy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next question. Well, the good thing about like a Rock River is it is a JGR program, so depending on what they decide to give him, he could have a, he could still have a really good bike. All right. So, uh, this next question is from at J Carlson nine eighty one. What happened to Baggett's bike on the uphill triple? Uh, he pushed it his bike right past me. At a DNF, uh, um, somebody said his you know his radiator was chock full of mud and dirt but uh that wasn't the problem so nope. he had an internal motor problem so yeah engine problem <clears throat> all right next question all right uh this is from at 512 enduro uh with all the young guns in the 450 class do you guys see dungy winning another motocross or supercross title motocross yes supercross probably not hmm. uh, i could definitely see it happening sure all right yep. um I'm trying to uh, Georgia. You Lindsay. have a show here, Steve. By the Georgia way. Lindsay, it confused <clears throat> me. Tell her I said hi. <laughs> she texts me something, and I'm asking her it's something about Tixier and, and Hurlings. Of course, if you, right? if you look at the Supercross next year, how gnarly it's going to okay, be. Okay, Dungey, yeah, he can win an outdoor title. I don't know about Supercross. Supercross is going to be. Why? Gnarly. Why? Why not? Who? I mean, he Dude. was second in the series this year. Him and James were right there. Well, that's because people were hurt. Millsaps beat him the last two years. Ooh. Okay, well, he you yeah. know Millsaps hasn't raced in. 18 months. He's got a bad foot, bro. Uh, He's got a bad foot, bro. Okay, well, he beat Roxon in points. I I don't see why you would say he couldn't do it. No. He beat the guys that are there already this year. No, you know what? You're right. There's a lot of, obviously, Roxon won a couple of races, and, and he was the golden child, and he's certainly the future of American motocross. But in the end, when you added up 17 races, yeah. Ryan Dungey beat him in points. So you have a very yeah. good point. Uh, and and you don't know. We, no one knows how Rockland will be next year. Somebody different in the program, somebody, different team, different bike, different everything. Somebody in the chat room called Davey a lazy fuck. He's not lazy. He's mountain biking like a motherfucker. Yeah, dude. He's, <laughs> he's training hard. He's just not racing. Yeah. All right, next question. Uh, all right, this is uh, from Nick, uh, at Nick Richter, something like that. Uh, Kiefer, we were talking about the KTMs, the difference between uh, the factory edition and the regular one. Uh, what's the biggest difference with those bikes now, the 2015s? Uh, well, here's how this works. So they come with the factory edition mid-year, 
and all those changes roll after, over. After you tell us what works, should we call someone like an? Yeah, uh, <laughs> anyway, here we go. Vital. <laughs> Just kidding. All the vital guys, get ready. It's changing. You, um, you, hey, you built the hype for the two strokes too off much. Of subject. You fucked the two stroke people. I didn't over. fuck them. You did. I did not. Big changes coming. It, it's big. <laughs> really? A lot of unhappy people. Oh, oh my god. Where's the direct injection? Burn Where's me the new on the frame? Cross. Hey, they changed some plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Looks solid. No, the so the factory edition comes out. All those changes get rolled over into the into the standard production version. You know that comes out the following year. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of changes that you know. Suspension changes, Lincoln changes, obviously the frame, the um, geometry in the front. It's two millimeters, you know, where the lugs are. There's all different kinds of changes, which is actually in the new Dirt Rider. So I just don't have it here to look. But DirtRider.com. Yeah. yeah. Georgia says if Tixier finishes one to fourth in the last four races and Hurlings doesn't come back, Tixier can win the championship. Okay. Hmm. One through fourth. Any race? That doesn't seem right. But did she say hi to me? No, so she doesn't like fourth you. Fourth or better. Every yeah, game. so okay. I think he can do that. Yeah, fourth or better is doable. Yeah, yeah, oh, for yeah. sure for him. So he's uh, been pretty inconsistent, though. I don't know. He definitely has a chance, but it's definitely not a lock. Yeah. All right. Uh, this next question is from Mike Honcho. Uh, what do you guys make of J- Jason Anderson riding the Husky next year? Do you think he will be able to go right onto it and ride it like his KTM, or do you think they're going to struggle? It is a KTM. Well, it's a different class. It is a KTM. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly a KTM. It's true, but but the, the more the, big, the better question would be how's he going to do in that class in the big bike class? I think he's going to do pretty good. Don't you put him like? Yeah, I think okay. Be, I think it'll be tough. Do you? But do you think he's Will Hahn level? That's where I would put no, him. No, better, better, better than that. better than Will Hahn. Yeah, yeah. His speed, his speed is better. Yeah. His style suits Supercross pretty good too. I like Will a lot. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I no. think that Anderson. Mm-hmm. His ceiling is higher. Is Anderson wearing fly next year? What's the deal there? Uh, he's not. No, he's not signed with fly at all. Okay, no. all right. He told me he's making his gear decision real soon. So, didn't know if you want to break uh, as some. As far as I know, he doesn't have an offer from us right now. Break some news tonight or something. All right. Uh, his next question is from Darrell Davis. He wants to know if Mathis, were you on the side of the fence cheering for Tommy Hahn this weekend? <laughs> oh yeah. Good question. Yeah. Shirt off. Towel, shirt off, waving. Big Hahn nice. on written on your go, chest. Go, Tommy. Yeah, go, Tommy Hahn. Fantastic guy. Couldn't. You couldn't, mean no post race interview? Couldn't. <laughs> hope he does well. Fantastic. Is this just a one off race for him? No, he's racing the rest, I think, right? Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Good luck, Tommy. <laughs> All right, last question. This is from Gib Gavin. Uh, it's for you, Mathis. He wants to know how you became a mechanic. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I mean, I uh, my dad's a car mechanic by trade, so he I grew up working on all my motorcycles and everything. He made me do it uh, when I was ten or twelve. He made me change a tire. I started crying because I pinched my finger. Uh, so I always worked on my own bikes. Watched him, learned how to do it, and then when I became a failed pro rider, uh, even after my four Manitoba titles, it wasn't obvious it was happening. My friend Shane Drew and my friend Daryl Hill were working as mechanics in America. I was not making it as a pro racer. I was like, I would like to follow the pro circuit, not the building, not the company. But the, follow Mitch. Okay. Follow, follow Mitch. But I could not do it as a rider because I sucked balls, so I became a mechanic. But looking back on, like, I started being a mechanic in 95, but mostly 96. Looking back um, uh, from when I left being a mechanic, I didn't know anything. I thought I knew something in 96. I didn't know. So you learned a lot of shit when you were Oh, God, yeah. Bob Oliver, Yamaha, and the guys at KTM and, and everything. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So that's that's how. Would I you uh, w- going back? Would you change anything? Would you? I would have done more top ends, maybe. Would you do more journalism <laughs> versus mechanic? I couldn't have had my current job without busting my ass as a mechanic for eleven years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, I wouldn't change anything. Um, I am surprised though. Berluti, Goose, gnarly. I don't know how they're still doing it. That right. job is a short lifespan. The hours, the work, the pressure, the stress, the travel. I think it's their lifespan's less than the Highway Patrol. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how those guys still do it. That is a hard ass job. So that has been the Gabby Gibbs segment. Someone else in the chat room said Jen Kenyon's got an ass for days. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Who's Jen Kenyon? These are our fans. Classy, classy chat room we have tonight. I may get on the chat room now. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, that has been the BTOsports.com Gamma Give segment. Hope Max saves you money. Uh, another thing that we forgot to ask Debbie about, she asked my brother if Gavit Gibbs was Joe Gibbs. I wish. She thought Joe Gibbs worked the phones for us on Monday nights. Oh, we'd be talking a shit ton of football if that was it. Joe. Joey. Joe, how's the Coach, super? move the mic closer to your face. <laughs> hey, Joe, get the freaking names right. Oh, good times by Debbie. Okay, we're going to take a commercial break, on, uh, second commercial break on the night, come back with Kiefer's song. And uh, JT, will you join us uh, when we come back for the X-Brand segment, along, among other things? I think we could do that. All right. Thanks, buddy. And uh, thanks to you guys for listening. Still got Jimmy Albertson coming up. Maybe Georgia if she's around. I don't know. And uh, Chris Kiefer's in studio. Do you see the guy in the chat room also when you were talking about bikes? He said, let's call Chad Reed. Oh, let's do it. I'm in. Let's see how he's doing. <laughs> it's Devin Gibbs' birthday. Killing it. And uh, we're going to play his song at the third commercial break. Lots more coming up on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See you in a little bit. Prime X Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulpamex Show. Use coupon code PULPAMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mm-hmm. Mic check. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, 
tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes, including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at EKSBrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. 
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Welcome back, everybody. Paul Burmack Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Kiefer. It's not for you, Steve. Rare Pearl Jam track. Good I'm not too. hating it, though. It's good stuff. I was oh, rocking yeah. out to it on the way up here. It's nice. It's no Iggy. <laughs> oh, definitely no Iggy. Trust me. I'm so fancy. But you already know. Heather, Heather would approve of your song more than mine. Uh, so does Pookie. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix and Guts Racing. Devin, can you talk a little bit about Optrix? Can you, can you do that? Do you think you can do that? Yeah, I can do that. All right. Please tell us some more. Uh, all right, guys, man. They came out with their new uh, set. Of uh, um, sorry, a little bit of brain fart. It's the photo. It's the photo. Uh, it's your birthday, will it is? Yeah, little cocaine's a hooker is killing me right now. Uh, no, if you want to get an optics case, if you're still thinking about getting an optics case and you haven't, check out their new uh, package that they just come out with. Comes out with all six lenses with the case. Uh, the regular case, the one I have, the Photo X Pro, it only comes with four of the lenses. That 165-degree lens and the new four-times lens, you want those lenses. Those are $40 lenses each. Might as well get the whole package, come with the case and everything. But if you have the case and you're looking for an accessory, I would definitely recommend the Monopod. If you're into snowboarding, motocross, or any type of action, you can't really get too close without it getting dangerous, so might as well have a, a little bit of a rod helping you out, giving you some distance. They're wow. killing it. That's it? They're wow. killing it. Nice. Also, save 50%. Use the Pulp Mex code. Save yourself 15%. Optrix. They're killing it. Optrix. Don't listen to Eddie Vedder. This is for you, Optrix. This is. Optrix. I got a problem on my computer here. What's going on? Shocking. My mouse is disappearing. Like the cursor guy? I'm like a personal problem. Yeah, it's gone, <laughs> and so I can't, like, close. I can't do anything and i don't want to screw the show up so i don't want to re- screw the recording up i'm googling it during the commercial but sounds like a bunch of Bullshit. yeah hey okay nfab question of the day let's get to that the NFAB question of the day jgr toyota nfab yamaha nicoletta will be back at uh unadilla but we do have brayton and grant Mr. Consistent, Josh Grant, right now. Killing it. Yeah, he is. Josh Grant. Uh, dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB. Probably built in Houston, Texas. N-Fab.com. Email me uh, using a contact form on Pulp MX if you want to get a deal at NFAB. I can pass you on something. And uh, Thomas and the guys at NFAB, big uh, fans of the sport, big big sponsors. Uh, title sponsor, Jessica Patterson, out there in the GNCC series in the uh, – Whole Randy Hawkins Yamaha team. So, and that, Kiefer, that's you, off road, dirt rider, bro. Yeah, we're dead. I love it. GNCC rocks. <laughs> so much enthusiasm right there. There are a lot of rocks in GNCC. I give uh, you that. Um, GNCC roots. <laughs> no one in the chat room is helping me with this mouse problem. They're just discussing hottest wives and girlfriends. They Good would. job, guys. Um, all right, okay. Uh, NFAB question of the day. Let's do it. Okay, here it is, jerkies. I'll start with you, JT. There are there are eight motos left in the 450 MX class. Coincidentally, there's also eight motos left. Is that, in the, is that a true or false? <laughs> there's also eight motos left in the 250 MX class as well. But uh, give me the moto winner breakdown out of the eight motos, JT. 
First, I'll start with you. Who's all of them? Who's going to win the most number of motos? Who's second? Who's third? Who's going to win the remaining eight motos? The most will be. Uh, I'm going to say Tomac will be the most. With how many moto wins? With how many? Uh, I will say four out of eight. Okay. I think he goes. I think he goes one one at Unadilla for sure. That's two, and then I think he can get two more somewhere along the way. Okay. I think for sure he wins at least one out of two in Utah. All right. So I'll say four out of eight. Um, I will say Trey gets one, Roxon gets two, and Dunge gets one. All right, Kiefer. Roxon gets four. Dungey gets two, and Tomac and Trey split 1-1. One, one. Tomac gets one the rest of the year. Yep. Wow. Yeah, he's the if guest. If you want to wager on that, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> be available after the show. Hey, you, okay, just from going on past talk or past experiences with the Honda, Honda always is really good on sandy tracks. The riders seem to like that bike better on loamier tracks than harder pack tracks. So we got some harder pack tracks coming up. Kiefer, you're on drugs, bro, from the chat room. I know. Now they're Googling Pookie's images. That's just, that should go well. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Um, okay. Tomac, win, Tomac wins at least one moto at Unadilla. Stamp that. There's my one moto right there. Thanks, <laughs> JT. Yeah, there, he just said one. <laughs> I'm saying. Well, I'm just saying. At least one. Yeah. There. I think he goes one one again, though. But I'm gonna have. Okay, I'm gonna say. Uh, Tomac wins two. Kenny wins two. Dungey wins two. Stewart wins one. And there's oh, gonna be hellacious mutter somewhere along the line. Just massive mutter, or a big first turn crash. And Brett Metcalf pulls it out. Wow. Uh, you got me to I say he was high. available for wagers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The there it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, come on, bro. You don't know shit, you asshole. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think you guys are both discounting uh, Dungey a little bit. I gave Dungey two. Yeah. Oh, JT discounted him too. How many has he won this year so far? Uh, one... Two? Has he won two? Motos? Yeah, yeah one so Glenn Helen. Been, uh, how many how many motos? Sixteen and he's won two. One Glenn Helen. But Dungeon's the one, diesel. One Muddy Creek. One at Muddy Creek. That's it. Don't you be talking shit on my buddy, Ryan Dungey. I'm not at all. I'm just saying I don't think I'm discounting him. It's actually exactly what the number should be. Right. Okay. You're just going off of Tomax just finishes in Millville, right? So, I mean, he's building, he's building, he's won, and now you're like, okay, Tomac's going to win. Uh, from what I've seen, I think I think at Utah he will be the best guy, and I think at Unadilla he will be the best guy. And I think at the rest of the tracks he could be the best guy. So, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I think he's... I think he's... Uh, I think these guys are very fortunate that he did not start the season with them. <laughs> He's ninth in points already. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You look at you look at his learning curve over the last three weeks or whatever that he's been out there four weeks or whatever. Uh, yeah. This oh, Dunge, coming. 
Dungeon one, Bud's Creek, three moto wins. Right. Yeah. Um, thanks I'm, to the guy in the chat room for that. I'm not discounting how fast Eli is. Eli's fast as shit, but I think Dungey is, you know, already in the mode. He's it's like you told him earlier in the year, he's like a diesel, it just keeps going, going and going. And I give rocks and forks, I just think he's the fastest one out of everybody. Just I think he has a little fitness issue right now. I'm not sure if you saw what Tomac just did to Dunge at his best track. Do you really think but, Millville is his best track, even though he's from there? Oh, do I think even though he's from there? Yeah, I mean, is that why you're saying it's because that's his hometown race? Oh, yeah, I think that's a huge part of it, and I've seen him just absolutely murder everyone there so many times. All right, that's been the ex- the NFAB uh, question of the day. N-fab.com. If it's not, what would you say it is? Uh, I think he's really good at Unadilla. I don't know. I Bill Pota worked in there. Bad. And 12. Yeah, Villapola, yeah, he was up point. Or 11. 11. See, now my cursor's back. So let's put this in perspective. If Villapota was here. Barsha, Barsha had him beat there in, uh, uh, whoa. Kiefer, did you have some of that Colorado green while you were on holiday? <laughs> our, awesome. our people in the chat that was the That was the race. He was third the whole race, and Barsha had him beat, and they, like, collided. Villapoto's here. Tomac's healthy all year. Who's faster, Villo, Tomac? Uh, Villapoto is still the guy if he was out there. Yeah, I, I think I agree. No, nobody's going to yeah. commit me otherwise of that. Do we have an outro for the NFAP thing? Still don't? Okay. N-Fab.com. We play in the rap? Yeah. Yeah, we need to do that. Do you want to do it right now? Before we get to the X-Brand Goggle questions, let's play the Pulp Mix rap. The 7 Deuce Deuce was in studio last week. Made up this rap and absolutely killed it. Can we talk about before we get to that? Yes. JT, the the photo of Deuce Deuce scrubbing by Hill is at an Orange County fair. Like, come on. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I guess I. Okay. I mean, he's talking about it on the show. It's his highlight of the year. Watson says it didn't happen. He's bummed. Then there's a photo. I'll be there next week at the Orange County Fair. So if I see it, I'm going to buy the something. Pick bitch. that thing up. Yeah. Pick it up. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, this is on the Pulp Max app under bonus content. He uh, he did up a song, and uh, it's it's a good one. It's it legitimately good job by the Deuce Deuce. Who is yeah, gonna I was be, pumped on the song. Who is going to be racing Washougal this weekend. Oh, good. That Seven Deuce Deuce will be back uh, this weekend. So uh, let's, uh, let's play that. Oh, my God. Gosh, Chels, did you hear the last Pulp MX show? I mean, all he does is talk shit about, like, everyone. I mean, who does he think he is? He's got the biggest ego. It's just so big. It's just so ugh. But I can't help but listen. I love Pulp MX and I cannot lie. Are you fans can't deny. When Steve Matthews has his radio show, you know your ass is gonna listen. Quit your bitching. We got discounts and giveaways. I know you will be amazed. We give away a free freaking pie. And we know you still gon' gripe We don't give a fuck if you think we suck We still gonna have the show What do you know, Joe Blow? Less than raining yellow That's one hype up fellow Baloody, Baloody He mechanic for Suzuki Yeah, he's a little bit spooky But he's Western Pikes groovy To the break of dawn, we got it going on We can't get the motor talk on So, fellas, yeah, fellas, yeah Pull for Max, got the shit, hell yeah We the best Radio show for MX you can't deny, cause we so fly. That's
that's sir gear we supply bto be the one that's pop max son let me go through the list that puts up with math and shit guts no motor company fmf race tech black ops moto optics w free gun and that work connection vortex a10 solutions that one design moto mafia crew a turbans so real quick, I want to say, Matt, this, you are the man. Your sayings have been catching like wildfire. If you wear X-Brand, you won't win. I've got, the, I've got the whole town saying it. You're a genius. Say who you want, buddy. I bet you regret that shit. At least you ain't sound like Villaman. Okay, not the situation. You were on the truck. You were not on Twitter. Oh, you did not see the pictures. You did not see Davey. What did he even just say? <laughs> no one really knows anyway. Sorry we talk so much shit. That's what we do on Pope MX. So if you hate him, just quit. Really, 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 really quick. Call us on the phone. We can still bullshit. 702-586. Pope is the number, bitch. We got Villa, Mir, Watson, Keeper, Baluti, Pink, Rewagan, Gibbs, Moza, Swiss, Squad, Thomas. That's the team and you can't do shit. That's the team and you can't do shit. Pope MX, we so legit. Oh, my God. Pop and Max, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so good. He Seven deuce, deuce. Oh, that's good. Hey, uh, JT and Kiefer, somebody just sent me this Cycle News thing, and they didn't attribute anybody, but let me read you what Cycle News said from the race at Millville. The Motocross Nation's picture for the United States got a little clearer when Ryan Dungey revealed that he's been asked to captain this year's team. Did he say that? Uh, I don't know. I, the only thing I saw was um, actually I got a tweet saying that uh, Dick Hoster told Davey that Ryan might be in now. He hadn't decided for sure, but he might might decide to do it. It says Dungy also lobbied for Tomac to be part of the team during the post-race press conference. Bobby Reagan, owner of Star Racing, told us, Cycle News, that the AMA asked the team to check into FIM fuel and sound regulations, which indicates the AMA is looking at Jeremy Martin for the MX2 class. Well, they've also asked Trey if he wanted to go, too, so I don't think anything is very clear at this point. Right. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for the guy for sending that. What do you think of Caroli riding MX2? I think mean, it's awesome. That's going to be bitching. Yeah. I wish our, our jerkies would ever do that. They wouldn't, though. I know. Back in the Why day, we used to. Why do you think it's awesome? Because he, it's that's, the, that's the best way for their team to win. That's what they feel like. And good job by him. He's stepping down to a bike that he's not that familiar on. He's going to ride good. He's a but great how, rider. How can you take the best rider you know, arguably the best rider in the world outdoors, take him off the machine that he's the best rider in the world on, and that be a good move. Be- I, I don't Because Philip sure. Parts is 6'4 and 200 pounds and can't ride the smaller bike, and they feel like the other guy is, you know. Who's the other guy? Uh, is it Lupino? Lupino. No, I don't know if it's Lupino or not, yeah, actually. Lupino. Um, I think the move's good. Our guys wouldn't do it. There's too much ego involved. As a fan, as a fan perspective, I think it's cool because you get to see a, a rider on a different bike and have, yeah. you know, I think it's bitching. But yeah. don't you want to see the best guys go against the best guys? Yeah, no, it's not Lupino. Isn't that what Designations is about? Our chat room rescues us again. It's Guarnani. Guarnani. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought it was Lupino. Yeah, Lupino must be hurt because he's pretty good. Um, uh, no, I think it's good. Good job by that. All right, X Brand Dog. I'm, okay. I'm interested. Why, why do you think it's good, though? You're just saying, yeah, it's good. It's because good, it's good. the team and the team manager and Caroli himself, for whatever reasons. No, that's what I'm asking. The reason. I don't care what. They're, you're not giving me any real reasons. You're, you're not. Okay, well, you're giving me, oh, they think it's a good idea. I'm trying to get to the logic behind well, it. Well, they know more about their team and riders than we do. 
So, okay, well, I'm asking you what they know. That's the I don't point. know what they know. It's Italy. There's, I don't know I read what an they interview know. with him, and he said, look, he's like, I've accomplished what I want to accomplish in the MX Nations. He said he's won whatever, how many times he's won. I don't remember what he said. And he's like, I think I look forward to this challenge. He wants to do it, you know, and he probably wants to OA a moto on an MX2 bike, which he probably very well could do. Caroli's not a big dude. Maybe it just works out that he's better on the 250 than Gorni. Guarini. 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 I'm just trying to get to the bottom of the logic behind it. If well, it's just like, oh, hell, let's just put him on a 250. That's not No, incredible. there's obviously some sound logic behind this decision, and good for Team well, That's what I'm looking for. Okay, well, this year in Latvia, go over and talk to him. Well, I, you're so you're so pumped on it, I figured you had a reason for it. I didn't know it was just blind love for it. <laughs> blind love. All right, X-Brand goggles tear-offs. Let's do it. The X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. Did America do that one time, though? Rapid fire. Didn't they put. We used of... to do that shit all the time. Yeah, we the used 80s. to do it back in the day, but it yeah. doesn't, doesn't happen anymore. Oh, okay. Um, these are uh, X Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere, like Mike Alessi and Vince Freeze up in Canada, just stomping the competition. Uh, Jimmy Albertson, Kyle Chisholm. Kyle Cunningham, Frederick Noren. Name some off-road guys. Fast Freddie Noren, uh, Josh Strang. There you go. We used to have Cody Webb. I don't know what happened. Now he's not wearing X-Brand anymore. He's not? No, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I got to rip his ass on that. Um, Lafferty. Got a lot of guys, bro. Uh, use the code PulpMX to save yourself 30% at xbrand.com. X-Brand now has grips with soft titium. Ooh. Fantastic grips. And, uh, yeah. Let's, got uh, grip glue for Mike? No grip oh, for okay. Mike. Uh, Mike lost his grip this weekend. Yeah. Mike lost his grip on the title also. You're, you're saying that the Alessis need to get grip. Mike has lost his grip on this championship and literally lost his grip. What's the backlash when he doesn't win when he comes back here? Is he just going to get reamed? I like JT's theory on this. What is that? And I don't remember if JT still remembers, but it was an all-timer. Fill me in, JT. What's the next title they're going for? Uh, I don't know if I remember. Germany. Oh, switch over, uh, take some estrogen, and go after WMX? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Mike becomes Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. And the new the new championship quest is on. Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Jessica Patterson. There will be a war between Tony Alessi and Eddie Ray. <laughs> oh, that'll be a good one. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Okay, uh, X-Brand Goggles, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. You have 15 seconds to answer these. Or we break your legs. All right, Steve. Yeah. What do you think is more profitable for promoters, a Supercross or an Outdoor National? Supercross. That was a lame question. Yeah, I mean, you'll never know. Who knows? But, yeah, I'm totally guessing. But, all right, next question. All right, JT. Is there someone you hated when you were racing that you are now friends with since retiring? Uh, Chris Kiefer. Nah, pretty much still hate everyone that I hated. <laughs> I hated him for a reason. Still hate him for that same reason. Frank Thomas. JT's true. <laughs> no. I know. All right. Uh, Kiefer, which calmly purchased after, aftermarket bike part is a bad investment? Uh, the iCat. Yeah, I can't. Oh, I remember that thing. We ran one. We ran it. <laughs> I did, did too. You really? Yeah, Nick Way. 
Oh, Throttle God. response is a little bit better. Yeah. It took yeah, a, and the pits. It took when you use no, it. No, it, I can. I noticed it. I it took it. A, a bike that was not maybe quite jetted right and sharpened up the jetting. You're just yeah, reading the did, freaking did. PR I mean, that, that they had. That was a long time ago. I, we used one, bro. I I know I was scared as shit to, for it coming apart, and I wired it like no other because I'm like, look at this thing, like it's the, gonna. I remember the PR used to say, "It acts like you have race gas in it. That's what it feels like." I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I really could notice a little bit of a difference. I, I agree. It was a little throttle response, but I didn't agree on the track. Okay, go Okay, ahead. all right, well. All right. You also ran a big bore, so what do you know? Chuck. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Not everybody can get the same performance at a big bore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keeper's like, like WTF, bro. It's not nearly as good as my oversized Dude, piston. It didn't give me eight horsepower. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that's, that's Chris's bottom line uh, mod. Is it better than more CCs? <laughs> uh, all right, Steve. Uh, will Grant Lakeson be asked, asked back to announce outdoors next year? Yeah. Why not? I like know. it. I like it a lot. He's good on the show. He had an off weekend this weekend. I really? Think. I thought it was I a heard good you, one. I heard you thought I was going to get involved, but he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JT. Uh, what did you miss and not miss uh, last weekend not attending Millville? I didn't miss the the travel. Like I didn't have to fly to the race or anything. Uh, that was kind of nice. Like After the race, I was already where I needed to be, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> Um, but I did, I definitely on Saturday morning when, you know, like practice was getting underway and then like to build up to the race and all that stuff, I definitely was kind of missing it at that point. So here's the thing. You catch so much more at the race than what you do on TV. Like who's having good battles, who's fading, who crashed. Like a lot of times you're on watching TV and you're like, what, you know, how'd that guy just get from fourth to 20th or whatever? Like not even the leaders, you know, you miss, you miss a lot if you don't go to the races. Uh, going to the race is a huge hassle, travel and dealing with airports and rental cars and all kinds of stuff. But once you're actually there, it's awesome. It's just all the other stuff not that ideal. I like the parties, bro. Yeah, you're big on that. Yeah, yeah. once you get that wristband, you're in there. Yep. All right, Kiefer. Speaking of which, JT got the New Orleans wristband. I did not. That's bullshit. Still bitter. Uh, Kiefer. There was a cho- ideal, bro. There was a, chocolate, there was a chocolate fountain in there. There was everything. Fondue. Oh, it was ridiculous. All right, Kiefer, what was the most money you made in a year during your racing career? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, What was your single biggest uh, uh, payout? On just purse? Just what was your biggest payday? Yeah. Oh, biggest payday. Probably Canada, I guess. I mean, that was not – I mean, making mains and Supercross was $200, so that wasn't it. So maybe the biggest thing – $1,800. That was the biggest. Where was that? Canada. Canada? Yeah, but that wasn't just the purse. That was like the bonus. Right, everything, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Steve, uh, would you please list the teams Weimer may ride for next year? Uh, um, Gus, Teddy Parks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're a a dick. (laughs) I'm scared for Weimer. Uh, I heard he was talking about concepts earlier. Uh, Rock River would be good, if, but he can't keep his gear money, so that he's not going to do that. Uh, Jake Weimer's better than all those teams. Yeah, he, he really is. is, but I don't know what he's going to do. What about JGR? Yes, but I those guys are not saying Jake Weimer's name when you talk to them. No, and they, they've kind of got their pick of a few guys, I think, right now. Yeah. Which is who? And he's not on the he's Pike, not on the, Pike, like, uh, Wilbur. Top of the list. Pike and Wilbur's on that list? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It's scary. 
Maybe their agents and Jake are doing a great job at keeping it under wraps. You know what I mean? Uh, that we don't know. But I, I think too good of a job. <laughs> I don't know, man. Jake, go to Canada. What? Okay, let me see. If, if Villapoto hangs it up, there's a spot there. I mean, Jake doesn't go there, but so, that opens up a spot for another guy where Jake could think Jake could take that guy's ride. So no matter what, you don't think Cowie renews his contract? No I do not. Nope. Okay. Nope. Hmm. All right. Uh, JT, who will struggle at Washougal and who will excel? Um, I think Chad's going to struggle. I don't think it's a very good track for him, and he's obviously going through some rough times. Um, do you, you want me to hit the panic button again? No, I don't. What's the panic button? I didn't hear it. <laughs> it's literally a panic button. Oh. <laughs> uh, who will excel? I think that... Marvin uh, Muskin. I think that Frederick Norin will excel, and I think that Weston Pike will excel. I think both of those guys will have good days. On our Racer X podcast, uh, JT told us before Red Bud, I said, JT, when do we hit the panic button for Chad Reed? And he said, Bud's Creek, Red, Red Bud, Bud's Creek, Millville are his tracks. Mm-hmm. He's going to excel on those ones. If he doesn't do that well after those three rounds, you can quote unquote sit on the panic button. That's what the words of his friend, Jason Thomas. Mm. So we had a podcast today. I went and got this really cool uh, app. Called the Panic Button app, right? And uh, yeah, I hit it today. We hit it. How did you? Look, please describe how you went and got it. What do you mean? You sat on your couch and went to your app store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't make yeah. like I didn't go to the store. No, I didn't go to like a physical store. Anyway, so and JT, unfortunately, he 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 said it's time to hit the panic button. Wow. So, hmm. all right. Uh, last question is for Kiefer. Who has the best job in the testing area of the industry? Testing area? What I mean? What What are you talking about? As far as you know, people who work in the industry, who do you think has the best job as a test writer or testing product? I think I have the best job actually. I, being a test writer and getting to write about dirt bikes, I think it's awesome. You Key know? for R and D. Yeah, get to test what I you know. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about testing is you're only as good as your last test. And your integrity is uh, is all you can sell. There's no you can't. You're not a sales team, so um, I think it's nice to let people know uh, what's good because they're not out there, you know, like a buying a car. You can't you can't go drive a can't go ride the bike and uh, see what you want. So I kind of take it to heart, and I uh, I like telling people what I think's good and let them make the decision. And yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, if you had a downturn in uh, business after that. The two-stroke debacle. <laughs> yeah. I dropped 8%, dude. <laughs> All new bikes, everybody. All new. you got to understand how You're much heat I got excited. from that. You're going to be very excited. You're going to be very excited. Hey, they changed the tank and the shrouds. I didn't, honestly, I didn't see it coming, man. I thought people were going to be stoked, and it just backfired hard. <laughs> I thought it looked good. It's like the biggest flop since Ishtar. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up, everybody. Ishtar. Um, yeah, where's Metcalf going to go? Wilbur, Pike, you know? Tickle. Grant. Metcalf won the vet race. So. Metcalf, shorty. Should be interesting to see. Gerke. Matt Gerke. He's been good the last few weeks, too. Yeah, where's Matt Gerke? Matt said this weekend that his buddy uh, works at Shell and said that he could get him in there if he doesn't race. And then Shorty said, like, like corporate Shell? And Matt goes, no, no, he owns a gas station. (laughs) 
I can be the manager of the gas station. <laughs> Dream big, Matt. Um, okay, next question, or is that it? That's it. That has been... X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you can't win. Although, I think that's been disproven. Although Mike and Vince didn't win this weekend up in Canada. Because usually I can hang my hat on those victories. I'm surprised at Vince. I thought he was doing that good. I didn't know he was as good of a sand rider. Good job by Vince. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's right on there. Kevin Benoit is on a two-stroke up there, too. So it's interesting to see that kind of battle within a battle. Of a four was stroke. it an updated two-stroke, or was it just plus? <laughs> Touche, touche. Got a tweet here. Is Gibbs on drugs? He seems to be falling off the wagon a bit more each show. Well, Joe Gibbs is pretty old, so <laughs> it could be past his it bedtime. Is pretty late. Joe. Yep. Joey's on Struggle old Street old today. Joe, eat your applesauce and, uh, <laughs> and and enjoy it. <laughs> well, he didn't point Gotta out where. Well, like he week. just said, "I think he's on drugs." <laughs> John, John Riggins. <laughs> Mark uh, Mark Rippin is, is going to be Mark. the co-host. <laughs> we can congratulate him on that golf tournament he won yesterday. So hold on, is this email or is he is he suggesting I should do Adderall or he's something? A, he's a Twitter tweeter. Huh. Uh, JT, uh, what's this about a bicycle? What, what do you want to talk about? Huh? Oh, I just uh, yeah, I did this deal with uh, Newberry Park Bike Shop in Cannondale. So just wanted to say thanks to them. Wrote it today and uh, pretty excited. Just kind of uh, doing a little. Um, Basically, like, bicycle ambassador, trying to get them more involved in motocross. And they sponsor some guys now, uh, Trey and Weston, some guys. But just trying to get them. Uh, there's some other brands that are really involved in, in motocross now, bicycle brands, just trying to kind of spread the word about Cannondale and uh, Newberry Park Bike Shop. So I just I'm, want to say thanks to them, basically. I'm in, the, I'm, in the, uh, I'm in the market for a bicycle. So, you know. Okay. Let them know so that. We can, uh, I'm sure we can get you dialed in. Like a mountain bike, if possible? Sure. Team Leaky Gas Edition. I don't know what you're you talking to, about. Yeah, you'd have to promise to ride it. I mean, I don't want it to turn into Project 90. <laughs> yeah, how's that coming, by the way? We had an issue with the Nicosil. Couple more weeks. <laughs> Couple more weeks. We had an issue with the Nicosil on my cylinder. Uh, which what was? The so uh, the cylinder, the Nicosil is bad, and so I had to get sent off to re- get replated. Oh, uh, bummer. The chassis is done. I haven't seen it. I haven't been here how many times. I'll show it to you. Chassis done, bro. You ever seen a a 1990 Cali frame? Bullshit. Yeah, there's one in the garage. (laughs) It's all all new plastic. Um, BNP. Let's talk a bit about Millville. We haven't talked much about Millville. Um, The race itself, that is. Of course, thanks to Alex and Jeremy Martin for coming on. Trey Kennard. Top Jimmy Albertson still coming up later on. He's somewhere in Spokane. Uh, God knows doing what. So, um, let's talk about James Stewart and Chad Reed. Uh, I know we talked to touch a little bit on it, but I mean, is this a changing of the guard that you've been predicting for years? Is it? I don't know, but it finally could be. <laughs> if I if I guess it enough years, I could be right. <laughs> At some point, it's got to happen. I Just keep claiming it. I mean, okay, this weekend. Last year's 250 guys went one and two, basically. Yep. And, you know, it looked like, I mean, Roxanne and Sakamoto, not so much. But this is what we've been seeing. Like, these two kids, they've sort of, they've, I don't know if they surpassed Ryan Dungy or not. And, you know. Well, I think, I think that Dungy and Bill Poto still are right there. 
no problem. Especially Villapoto. I think his, his record speaks for itself. But he's but done. We definitely think he... with the the Reed Stewart, you know, that I think mm-hmm. man, it's I, I don't want to write him off by any means, but it's definitely getting more to the point, you know, we're seeing those guys turn into I think the you know, the the stars of today and tomorrow. But like there's always this danger and we're guilty of it too. We're uh we're we're there's this danger of uh six months ago, Stu had Five Supercross wins. Chad had two out of four before hurting himself. Mm-hmm. Like, are we all forgetting that, or is that... No, I, I mean, still think they're capable, but it's definitely... It, it, we're in the process of it. I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, we're, it's underway, for sure. You know, I don't think that we, we can write those guys off yet by any means, but if you look at... Bill Poto is possibly retiring... Chad has another year or so in him, you know, and, and hopefully he gets back to where we saw him earlier this year. Stu has, who knows what's going on with him. Uh, it's just, you've got to, I mean, you start, you start looking at it objectively and you look at where Tomax, you know, looks like he's going to go to. Roxon's uh, incredible results all year long. Uh, it's hard not to think that that's, you know, stuff's coming. I think age. You know the, the Anderson, Wilson, all these guys are moving up. Mm-hmm. Coming for sure. Age plays a part. I mean, they're not old by any means. Oh age. yeah, age is a massive but part. That's, they've been there, done that. You know, and these other guys coming up, they're just as fast. And I think, I think where it's where it's at is they're more hungrier than Reed. I'm and, hungry now. And, <laughs> and uh, Stu, you know, just because they want what they had, so. I think you're right. I think it's it's a downhill slide for those guys. But those guys can win. It's like JT said, those guys can win at any time. I just don't think it's going to be as consistent as it used to be. Yeah, I think Supercross, Chad was as hungry as it gets, you know, and I think he will be again next year. But these, these struggles, the struggles he went through last year and the struggles he's going through now, that fuels you for a long time because it's hard to forget stuff like this, you know. Everyone writes you off. Everyone... Not only is talking, you know, talking crap to him, they talk crap to me, and I'm just his friend, you know. So right. yeah, and then and then you got assholes that stuff doing go away, and then you have assholes doing that. You have assholes sounding a panic button. Well, and I was the same way. I mean, you take all that, all that ridicule, and people laughing and saying you're done, and you tuck it away, and you use it as fuel, you know. And obviously, he got hurt this year, and look how good Stu was at times. You know, they they use that stuff, and you you, you keep. Using that damn panic button, I'm going to cram it right up your ass. <laughs> who, who needs a, who needs the panic button more, Reed or Stu? Oh, right now! Wow, right now, one. who needs the panic button more, Stu? I think Stu too. I really do. I don't know. I think it's, they both they both need to hear some sirens. <laughs> Stu, because his future is uncertain next year for Soupy. So Stu's fine, bro. Nothing's going to happen. You yeah, know. I think Stu for sure. He's got so many other off the track issues going on. You think they're going to let him in? No worries. Yeah, dude, it's our sport. How's those Lakewood tests coming? God, it's so effed. I mean, there's rumors of a 250 guy testing positive. I don't know. I asked around. Nobody can tell me for sure. Who knows if it's just all pit rumors and gossip or where's the gay motocross? Davey Coom. Where's the gay Suzuki rider? Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Steve Hudson was going to. 
you know, introduce him at Riders Meeting. He was absolutely not. And in 99 <laughs> or 2000. <laughs> I never heard that. You never heard that? <laughs> no. He was not. Come on, you can't lie about this stuff. No, dude. I'm not lying. That was the rumor. That was the straight-up rumor. And what did, what did Steve say when he was confronted about that? I didn't talk to Steve about it. He's just saying what he heard. Jason Wygant did. I'm just telling you. You know this for a fact. I'm just telling you what the rumor was, just like there's this rumor that the guy tested positive. Davey Coombs well, the wrote... Rumor, the rumor, whatever rumor you had was absolutely incorrect because Steve Hudson said under no circumstances would he ever do that. Well, I hope the gay, if the gay Suzuki rider is still out there that he feels comfortable <laughs> enough to come out at riders' meeting like it was supposed to happen. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> 250, the, the, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I just... I don't know, man. I think Stu's got some problems. Cooper Webb's interviews are cool. That's what I want to talk about. Cooper Webb's interviews? His posters interviews are cool. Cool as crap? Cool yeah. as crap. Cool as crap. Ping was really on that when he was here. Oh, he was? About that was not cool to say that? Crap? When he said it, the fans are cool as crap, Ping was like, he was not. Really? I, nothing wrong with that. I, I thought Ping would be all for it. No, Ping said you can't say that. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound educated. It sounds like you know. Well, he wants to say you know cool as shit. Right. But, I mean, he's trying right. to be politically correct. I, I saw no problem with it. Ping did though. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe old, if he said shit, Ping would like it better. Old man Pingry. So, um, let's do voicemails. All right. Then go to commercial and then come back with Jimmy Albertson. Uh, 702-586-757. You can call anytime. Actually, if you want to call us now and take some calls, Chris Key for Jason Thomas here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, you can also leave voicemails, and we got a few of them, and here's the best of the week. Hey, Steve. Whitey from Massachusetts. I met you down at Bud Creek and uh, called in a couple times before. Just want to say, hey, thank you for uh, doing such a great job. I have to admit that when Kenny left, I didn't think I'd even listen to the show any longer. Uh, I really loved Kenny, but I got to say, he probably brings out the worst in you. I noticed that, uh, you know, when you get the seven two two and Berlady and Kiefer in there, everything's so positive and uh, really good to listen to. Thing, um, not so much. He's like Kenny, kind of brings out the worst in you. But you're doing a great job. You got Dungey on. You got Hanson on. Uh, I see your commercials are running much longer, so you're making more money. And uh, I wanted to just wanted to say wanted to say thank you, but I do have to tell you. So that's the good. So I got a psychologist. So he's buttering me up. Oh, so now it's coming. It's coming. Oh shit! So it's the good. He buttered me up. Show's great. Commercials are good. Thanks me for everything. Now the chopping begins. Here comes the chopping. Tell you, uh, looks like you've been gaining weight again. I heard you lost weight, but uh, seeing you at Buds, man, now I know why your wife wasn't. So you got to come home and spend the night with you. Fuck. Get off the couch, buddy. Get out and do some walking. Get the crap out of your house. You know, you want to lose weight, get the crap out of your house. That's crap. the easiest way. That way, you, when you're working or you're around the house, you're not eating. I spent most of my life training people like you to, to teach them how to live a good, healthy life. Maybe I'll come out there this winter and spend a week working with you. All right? And just remember, the people bagging on your show... They're not your fans. Uh, How are you supposed to feel towards that? Well, he says it was in Whitey. I hope it's not Whitey Bulger. Whitey. Could it be Whitey Bulger? Maybe. Whitey, maybe I'm so fat because I'm spending so much time trying to entertain you. I'm sitting behind a desk typing and talking. We're going to entertain you. Thank you, though, Whitey. I will take your advice under consideration. 
I like I, how he offered to come out here to train you. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe if JT can I think you should take him up on it. If JT could come through with that stupid mountain bike, maybe I'd be better. But no, he keeps failing. You me. have a you have a listicle that you never use. No, I do. What the hell is a mountain bike going to do? <laughs> hey, listen. I'm, it, the listicle scares me now. I need a mountain bike. Uh, all right, next next one, next one, man. Hey, man, this is Kyle from Tennessee. I got a good story about Jeffro Emig. Back in '92, I think my dad owned a uh, a Yamaha dealership in Tennessee, and we uh, went to a Yamaha dealer meeting down in uh, down in Orlando, Florida, to the Marriott. This is back when Bradshaw Bradshaw Emig. Wyndham was well. No, Wyndham wasn't there yet. No, no, he wasn't even close. But anyway, I, I, uh, I was down there, and I was maybe nine years old, and I was playing on the elevator that was like, uh, you know, Marriott was like thirty stories high. And Jeff Emmett came in there, and I hit every. Uh, he was going to like, you know, floor twenty-five, and I hit every button of, you know, every floor going to floor twenty-five, and. Uh, he had this giant Thor bag, which he then picked me up and put me in. And uh, so <laughs> that's my uh, that's my story about Jeff Emming. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I was, I was that's dri- a great story. <laughs> I was driving home from Colorado. I was listening to the uh, two shows ago. Uh-huh. And the computerized fucking voicemail. Yeah. That was fucking right. That guy was good. That was funny shit. That was really good. JT, how's that story? That's f- a real, real barn burner. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sure it was cool when he was nine. But it's one of those you had to be there. I, I think. I think so. I think you had. I to know be when there. people push all the buttons. I, I want to freak out. I yeah. want to put them in a gear bag, also. Yes. And then zip and it up and throw it into the river. Off my balcony window. Uh, I. I mean, I, I thank that guy for listening and leaving a voicemail, but. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was. I mean, that's really cool when you're nine years old. Like I know how I was when I was at the race with my mom. Yeah. You were my mom and dad, and I was nine. You were you freaking was, out like, on the side of the track. You were, yeah, freaking out in Atlanta, nineteen ninety. Yep. You ever seen that? No, he freaks out. We we told you about this last time. You I said know. you were going to look at it. I didn't. Look I never up. looked it up. Oh, good job. Yeah, thanks. Uh, all right, let's go. Hey, what's up, guys? It's uh, Stephen. Uh, I was just wrapping up listening to the uh, the Fire Racing Moto Sixty Show for this week, and um, <clears throat> JT was kind of talking about how. Um, with uh, the chance of RV retiring, um, you know, soon possibly under Alden's program and how Ricky did the same thing. Um, Athens, you brought up the point, um, how long do you think Ken and, um, uh, Cincerello will last? Um, what do you think about that? Cause I feel like, um, Rock was kind of brought down to that program to kind of lighten up the mood a little bit and, um, you know, push RV, but also kind of just to, to bring a little bit more to it as far as, you know, enjoying it. And then you have Cincerella, who's just a grip a fan of the sport and, you know, just enjoys everything about it. And, you know, it seems like including the training, I, I don't, you know, know if that's true or not, but he, just from his posts and everything, he kind of seems to. But um, I was wondering if you guys could kind of talk about that a little bit, just kind of see what you thought about um, how how long you think Roxton would last if he stays on the program. Same thing with Cincerello and um, the length of their, their career. What do you think? Uh, I think, you know, for right now, they're fine. They're both of those guys are so young and, uh, that's the whole thing is I think it's fine for a long time. Um, you look at Ricky, he had already won titles, uh, 
you know, white, uh, regional supercross and, and 125 outdoors before he even started working with Alden. So, um, I think he, you know, and then he worked, uh, 2000 all the way through 07. So, uh, that was a lot of work there. And then RV had won titles before he started working with Alden. And then he, you know, had put in, uh, three or four years on Alden's program. So I think it's fine. Uh, but I do think that it does take a toll. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you become very successful because of the dedication that is involved. You know, he, you have a very talented guy and you, put him on a crazy dedicated program and he works his ass off uh for a while for a while and and wins a lot and makes a lot of money and i think you know it's just you get to the point where you don't you know you've won everything there is to win for a lot of these guys by that point you have a lot of money and it's just like man i i want to go enjoy my life now like there's just not a lot of life outside of that program i don't think so yeah um i i, I think they'll be fine you know they're both so young that they have those years in them left so I think that question won't answer itself until those guys are 25, 26, 27 years old. Hey, guys. It's Gene calling from Connecticut. Um, been a long-time listener. You guys got a great show. Thanks, Gene. I look Gene. forward to it every week. Thank you, Gene. Um, Steve, I got a question for you. Okay. So how come the pros don't let 252 strokes run in the 250 class like they do in amateurs? Here we go. Um, you know, in amateurs, they just <laughs> run it by displacement. I blame Keeper. I'm not one of those people thinking two <laughs> strokes are going to take over or anything. I love two strokes, four strokes, whatever. Zerp, but I love it. Um, but my point is that I think it would be a good option for a lot of um, – privateers who would want to raise the 250 class you know they wouldn't have to build up a 254 stroke which is basically a time bomb um so yeah just that was my only question and also i wanted to say i'm in agreement with you on the issue of people offering you lunch i think it's a nice offer but it's definitely really awkward so i don't blame you for turning it down all right guys uh keep up the good work i'll see you later uh yeah yeah it's a little weird if you want to go lunch with you and stuff but um two strokes yeah uh it's doing they're doing this it is can- not a new topic this is not a new topic they do it in canada they do it in amateurs they do it in australia um, they do it in australia it's just like if you have partners in pro racing and that's what these oems are they spend millions and millions of dollars uh or millions of dollars on, on these programs and three of them don't make the bike so you're going to make rules at the pro racing where the results matter and that's what sells bikes and that's marketing. You're going to make rules. Now, you can argue why they don't make the three. That's another story. Why, don't, why three of them don't make two strokes. That's another story. The AMA effed up the displacement level and made the bikes, the four strokes, way more of advantage than they should be. And they sold like hotcakes, so the OEMs quit making two strokes. That's another issue. But you can't say to, to three out of your five partners – Hey, we're going to now make it CC versus CC. Thanks for coming out. These guys, when they if the two strokes get up and they start beating the four strokes, which I don't know, we've kind of seen mixed results, you know, in Australia and Canada. We haven't seen domination by two strokes. So I think it depends on the track, depends on different things. But if we're going to, you're going to tell three of your partners, hey, we, we know you don't make a bike and sorry about your luck. Then expect them, like they did in Road Race when DMG bought the AMA Pro Road Racing Series and changed a bunch of rules. The OEM has just said, see you later. We're out. We can't compete against, uh, was it Ducati or was it a, something, another, another, another brand that the rules favored heavily? 
We don't make a bike to compete against the Ducati. We don't want to get waxed. We're out. That's what will happen in motocross and supercross. So that's why you can't do it. You really can't do it. Kiefer? I agree. I am. Besides putting new plastic You need manufacturers on. to have racing. So, and it'd be a different story if all the manufacturers built a two-stroke. And then you could be like, okay, well, let's rethink this and, yeah. and start it. But if there's only two currently right now. Mm-hmm. Um, those three. KTM. Yamaha. Husky. Husky. So, well, three I out of six, I but know, yeah. Two, I saw it. I get it. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think they can do it right now. Not here. No. No, they can't. At a lower level racing, there's Canada, Australia. This is like the pinnacle. I'm surprised the Canadian guys get away with it because they actually get money from the OEMs. Their part, the OEMs write a check to the CMRC to be part of the series. But I guess they so don't care and they're so dispassionate about it that they don't even notice or care. I think they only do that just to keep those kind of customers up there satisfied. Yeah. Up, it, the market is it's here. It's not in Canada. Or it's not in Australia. Yeah, right. So. The jackholes of the AMA should have never, ever made the CC limit 550 CCs. That's where they screwed up. They figured no one could ever build a fast four-stroke, so let's make it 550. Then when Yamaha came out with a 450, they should have went at that time, holy shitballs. The new limit is 400. Sorry, Yamaha. You know, we can't, you can't make any bigger. But they were super slow to change. And by the time they realized what was happening, everybody had a 450 out. They were dominating the Nationals. There was Honda 450s everywhere. Then KTM had a 550. Guy Cooper was whole-shotting the shit out of everything. They finally said, okay, no, it can't be 550. It could be 450. But that's short-sightedness on the AMA really caused two strokes to die. Absolutely. Because... The starting lines and pros weren't filled with them, and they were a better bike, and Supercross also, so good job, Amy. Just takes them a while to evolve. Yeah. Yeah, they never thought that it would be possible to build this bitch in four-stroke, and I guess maybe who, who would have ever thought it would have been? But I think I think two-strokes are going to come back, though. I think the manufacturers are going to build I mean, they're all new bikes this year. The Yamaha's got all new bikes yeah. this year, so why not? <laughs> BNPs. And- <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown down. <laughs> it has been. But it's kind of a pattern. I don't know. And disagree if you want to, but it was a era of two strokes, no four strokes, right? Or back no, in the day, four was, strokes, no, no two strokes. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. There was a four stroke era, then it was two strokes, and then it was a four stroke again, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's going to be coming back to the two stroke times. If they build a, if some manufacturer can build a direct inject two stroke, that's worth a crap. I don't think so. No. Because now we have so don't we have some emissions problems? Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of that. Yeah, so that's another issue. Right. So, I don't know. I can't see it. JT, can you? I don't know. I'm not I'm not educated enough on what the, the EPA limitations are or what it would take. Basically, for the to do it, you would have to have a really good reason for the two-stroke to come back as far as, other than cost. I know that's always, obviously always why people want to get the two strokes back going. But as far as technology for the manufacturers, mm-hmm. like a direct inject, fuel injection, or, or whatever, they would have to have something that, like, we can do this with the two stroke and make it incredibly good. Yeah. Because where it stands right now, the four stroke is just a better motorcycle. It just is. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if that'll happen. We'll have to see. I don't buy the four strokes or money pits either. We just no, had that we guy. Just, we just did a comparison in the magazine of actual cost of mm-hmm. keeping up a two stroke and a four stroke. And there's not that much difference. 
No, and people want to talk about two strokes being cheaper on a Yamaha. They were eight hundred dollar difference between a two stroke and a four fifty. And we even tore them down as far as okay, let's say you blow both of them up. Yeah, and it was not. No, that people, people. When you add compression and high lift cams to two fifty Fs, you have a problem. But those are on the highest levels. That's a that's a ten percent of bikes sold level. Uh, that guy called in last week. He had a hundred and something hours on his uh, Yamaha. Right. My buddy had eighty hours on a Yamaha. Change the oil. Change the air filter. Check your valve clearance. You're good to go. These things are bulletproof, man. Yeah. I don't buy them. I have, a, I have a question. Yes. On the two strokes, <clears throat> I've heard th- I've heard this said before, and I, I'm not smart enough mechanically or technically to know this. How about just not I've smart heard... enough in life? I'll just go with that. I'll be happy to you know compare whenever you're ready. Okay. But my question is, on the two strokes, how far? How, how much less was there? To develop, you know, how much uh, technological advances were there left? Because I've I've heard people say that they were kind of at their limit on, like we've tried everything. Oh, two strokes, you mean? Did yeah? You said two strokes, yeah. Yeah, for the two stroke, how much left? How much left was there to improve? Like with the four strokes, when we started, the sky was the limit, and I still feel like they're getting so much better. I mean, riding the new bikes, like the new Yamaha and the KTM engine, is just I, I. Still can't believe how good they are. <laughs> you got to stop with this guy. What, are, what happened over the weekend? <laughs> I don't know. He might have hooked up with a supermodel on top of a KTM 450. <laughs> no, it was the Yamaha too. The Yamaha engine, I think, oh, okay. is, is incredible as well. Yeah, I'm just blown away how good these engines are right out of the box. So yeah, no, I, look at what what it, when we raced two strokes, what had been done to them over the that's years? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, we had like, aluminum frame on a Yamaha. That was debatable on whether it was good or not. We had right. the same motor forever. Carburetors are still there. Um, suspension certainly made evolvements over the years. But, yeah, man, we were kind of stuck for sure. I mean, were you at the, were you, that's what I'm kind of getting at. Were, yeah. were you guys at the limit of technology of, like, we don't really have anywhere else to go with this thing? Well, I think that was it, too. They were getting to be bold new graphics every year. Well, there's still carburetor, you know? too, but there's other technology that's coming out. Please tell me when. I don't say anything. I don't even know. <laughs> so I'm not even going to go there. But I think once that comes out, if it ever comes out, it might open some more doors. Maybe. The four okay. strokes. That, that's kind of, my, that's right. kind of my question is, is that stuff available or is it, does it exist, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but four strokes were new. They had all these cool stuff to do to them. They were exciting. They were evolving. And they were much better on the track for the average guy. You could be lazy as shit, leave it in third gear, clear any jump at your local track. And I'm telling you what the the two stroke and off road wheel there's there's a place for them for sure. It's yeah. different than motocross. I tell you yeah. that. Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah, we well, look at the four strokes now, and they're still still evolving with all the GPA stuff now, with the traction control. With I mean, there's just there's new stuff happening all the time. They're just getting better and better and better. This guy, I just don't know that that would have happened if we continued down the two stroke road. I just don't know where that would lead to. That's kind of my question. This Jackhole on Twitter said maybe you could have Millsaps test ride your project ninety when it's finished on the twelfth day of never. <laughs> Motherfucker. Twelfth <laughs> day of never. Rocky Sabota. Seb Sabotka. You're you're dead to me. Should block you. All right. Uh let's take our third and final commercial break of the night. Uh still got Jimmy Albertson. He's ready to go. We're gonna come up with him. Uh, JT, uh, we can be done with you. You can come back. It's up to you, bro. Uh, we'll figure it out over the commercial. And coming back with Devin Gibbs' uh, birthday music, 
Chris Kiefer's in studio. Thank you, Kiefer, for all that you do. Thank you. On the show. Thank you. The cheapest co-host we have still. Is that good? <laughs> Dirtrider.com. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll take a third commercial break of the night. Come back with Top Jimmy Albertson. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing. Undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Blighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length. 
Or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruz Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessey in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semex, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
IT. 06 hanging out the window like E. High feet on one off a bottle might be my tree. Smoking Agent Orange high C. Back when me and Marty was recording at my mom's. Most of y'all were chasing around bobs. I was in the lab only hoping that my job never would be based around mops. Now I'm on. Yeah, she know. Love me cause my ego. Girls and the drugs always follow us where we go. Hey, where the bay at? Shouts out to JN. Looking for the party girls. Let me know where they at. Skinny rich girls always asking where the yay at. Throw a house party like cool where you stay at. Turn upside down, let her twerk on the wall. Took her to the bathroom and did work in the stall. Yeah. They used to tell me. Train to a tour bus, still the same game except I pull in more sluts, more butts, more bucks, never giving more fucks. Did it my way? I'm never taking Yeah, welcome everybody. Welcome back to Pulp Metro presented by BTO Sports.com. Happy birthday, Devin. Thank you. Happy birthday, buddy. It's the only time I'll get here. Yeah, the other guy that sat in that chair, he begged for songs. Mm-hmm. Begged to have songs. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it. But it's your birthday. I appreciate it. Here's the thing. I'm not a rap connoisseur. Yes. We can all agree on that. Yes. But not according you can, to last week. Last week you were killing it on the rap the entire night. The this sound, mm-hmm. this auto it's not auto tune, but it's like auto tune. Okay. They're all doing this. Sample. The Drake, this dude, um, another guy uh, slips my mind right now. Yes. There's like three or four Wheezy. big uh, rappers. Wheezy. Is it Weezy? Uh-huh. I don't know. They're using this auto tune to their voices. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, but I it's can like t- I can tell like, you, I got can, it, guys. We got it. Yeah, I can tell you the 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 main guy who is singing this song. His he's not auto tuned. He's just really white. So who's a white guy? Yeah, he's a white guy. Oh, yeah. No, this is his voice. Is this is manufactured voice right here? Okay. What's this? Who is this? His name is G Easy. It's always a sleazy, easy peasy thing. I'll yeah. Know. R.I.P. Easy E. Easy now, Easy E. That was legit rap yeah. back in the day. Yeah. N.W.A. Remember yeah. when? I remember when rappers used to like scare you. Like, they if don't I saw do that Drake, anymore. If I saw Drake nowadays, I'd be like, look at this guy. If I saw Easy E back in the nineties, I'd no. be scared. Yeah. Just, Ice I Cube. Oh yeah, I think they'd kill me because I'm just white. Ice Cube, his oh, first solo disc, the one that's going to be a good day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was scary. He's talking about carrying AKs yeah. in his car. Gats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that. So, I don't know. I, I, you know what? Happy birthday. Thank you. That's what this guy said in the chat room. He's like, whatever, it's his birthday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. This is, the, you know, yeah. We're not going to, we're not going to, um, we're not going to play that again ever. But it's his birthday. Wait, so. you hold on. You played it last week, though. Same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because the seven Deuce Deuce request. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. Kept no, it with the flow. If Deuce Deuce, you know, if the, the co-host wants it, we play it. We played, uh, Jim Hawley wanted Adele. Duh. I was going to play something really gnarly, but I thought twice. I didn't do it. You can pick anything you want. A lot of F-bombs If you're in, in, if you're in the co-host chair. You can About pick whatever you want. F-ing girls, though, and stuff, so oh. I don't want to do that. F you, dude. Right. Yeah, we're not going to play that. Come on, Keith. Yeah, right. Sorry. Uh, note from your wife during the break? Yeah, she told me to tell both you guys to suck it, and Transformers was a badass movie. Okay. All right. You Fantastic. didn't see it yet, Mathis? 
No, I will not be seeing that piece of shit. Wow. I will not be seeing that. All right. Um, 20% Pulp Crew. Saves you 20% at MafiaMotoCrew.com. Nick Way. Our guy, Nick Way. Check it out. Um, also, to Villapoto, Weimer, they wear Atlas braces. AtlasBrace.com. Follow them on social media. They're giving away braces at Atlas Brace on Instagram and on Twitter. They're born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer and refined over a three-year period. Then tested by some of the top riders in the world. Innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. I've heard some people say they're not going to run a neck brace because of this and that, and, and they can't uh, feel they restrict their movement. Please, please try an Atlas brace before you uh, make that judgment um, uh, because Atlas brace delivers it all. And uh, it's, a, it's a top-notch product, and Villapoto and Weimer have worn it, worn it, along with Colton Fasciati. So suck it. If you don't like a neck brace, try Atlas brace. I'll guarantee you like it. 810 Solutions, the number 810solutions.com. 20% off products right now, Rhino Power Supplements. 45% off those things uh, if you're going to Loretta's. Show uh, Jeff a copy of your entrance ticket or your confirmed registration. Jeff at number 810solutions.com. He can help you out on your way to Loretta's. Uh, speaking of Loretta's, this is a uh, 10-time uh, amateur Missouri champion, uh, now one of the top privateers in the sport. Top Jimmy Albertson, what's up? I'm a Loretta Lynch champion, too, by the way. You are? B-class, yeah. B-class. B-class? What year? 125C, 2002. Oh, C. Oh, you know, MC also, McGrath also won a yeah. C-class title. Yeah, I know. Me and, me and his mom talked about that. <laughs> McGrath's mom this year. Oh, okay. Talked, talked about our C-dominance. And what, 10-time Missouri State champion? Did I get that correct? Yeah, 10 times. 10 times. Yeah, 10 times. So. And even the last year I rode, I, I won the Mr. Consistency Award. Kind of makes my four Manitoba titles look pretty puny. It does. It does. But, you know. Uh, hey, uh, Jimmy Albertson, you are driving across the country, privateering it this yeah. summer with Greg Albertson, your brother. Uh, where are you at? We just crossed into Washington, and um, it definitely looks a lot closer on, on the map. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long... Montana is such a long state. It's so big, dude. And there's nothing to look at. There's nothing to look at. Not at all. So, uh, and South Dakota was not short at all either. So. No, no. I actually was surprised you were going. Greg said you guys were heading to Washougal. I thought you might skip this one because it's a weekend off. And, you know, it's a long drive. Nah, I mean, Motorsports like our big sponsor. And True. They're from right. Portland. Yeah. BTO Sports. So that makes sense. Right. Washougal's like my favorite track on the circuit. Yeah, you go well so, there. You've ridden well there before. Yeah. That makes sense. And then PIR has a Thursday night race. It's a big money race. Mm, yeah, so that I makes sense. Mm. And then we are going to the Dunes Monday and Tuesday after Washougal to mm-hmm. film some motorsport stuff with like Josh Hansen. BTOSports.com. And uh, some other guys. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Okay. So it just makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So it makes the drive across Montana make sense. Yes, it uh, does. Barely. Uh, After going through barely. Chris Kiefer's the co-host tonight. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. but uh, Yeah, I know. I've got beef with Kiefer. So oh, fuck. I, I didn't really show up. Can I we didn't just sh- speak, you know, me and you tonight? Yeah, I didn't show up for his test because I was uh, Oh, I was out. It was a fire. It you know, I wasn't mad that you didn't show up for the test, but there was, there was split rumors. Some people say there's a fire on a bridge, and then I hear that you were sick. 
I was, it was both. There's just there's there's too many loopholes. <laughs> it was both. It was a fire. Couldn't get down the hill. And the next day, hey, can you come? I'm like, dude, I'm so sick. I had the flu from hell. Bottom line, DirtRider.com. F'd over top Jimmy Albertson. It wouldn't matter anyway. You switched bikes. <laughs> we did switch bikes, but, man, we had all these other magazines lined up. And we are like, you know what? Let's give it to Kiefer. He was the first one that wanted to do it. And we had to turn all these other ones down. And Pingry got and it. Blew it. Uh, we were going to do a magazine, but, no, you turned – you. We were going to save the magazine for Dirt Riders. Come first serve. Hey, we just had JT on. I don't know if you're aware. Jason Thomas raced for a long time. German Supercross champion. I never heard of him. Okay. He was practically beating off while he was describing the KTM 450. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. He rode one over the weekend. Can't believe it. I mean, blah, blah, blah. You just switched to a KTM. How's that going? I I told you, man. When they say ready to race. That's they it. Joking. <laughs> they ain't joking. Okay, what do you they like about joking. it? What do you like about it better than your Honda? Better than my Honda. Besides the motor, um, besides the motor, because we know the motor is amazing. The motor is great. Um, suspension stock. Um, well, I, it's better than the Honda too, because those Air Force aren't very good right. stock. Right. The Honda. Um, let's see. The biggest thing. I mean, the the brakes are so much better. The front brake on it is really, really good stock. So the like, motor, the, the suspension, point. the front brake. <laughs> well, I mean, like, honestly, you ask any, like, top professional guy, like, front brake is really important. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually was talking to Trey the other day, and he was like, he's like, hey, and if I had to do privateer effort ever, he's like, I don't care how much money I have to spend on a factory front brake, I'd go buy one. Yeah. Yeah, and Brembo brakes are no Which joke. is actually, though, you know what? When I was a factory mechanic, we didn't do much to our brakes. I was surprised. And you see well, it. I've changed, Stevie. You've I mean, been just, out, of, out of the game for a little while. Well, dude. no, that's true. I have been. But maybe the Yamaha brakes were just awesome. You know what I mean? We ran oversized rotors. You were mixing fuel last time you were working on bikes, man. <sighs> no, yeah, the, the, no, Cowie, the Cowie has a 270 front rotor now, and the Honda has a 260 coming out. Yeah. So they're getting bigger. They, they're kind of picking it up. But the Brembo know. stuff is good. I mean, the KTM's good. good because, like, honestly, I did ride a bone stock bike other than a pipe at uh, at Muddy Creek. And, I mean, the the Honda stock is slow. But the reason why the Honda stock is slow is because it's so damn choked up. I mean, the thing is, the dual exhaust. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the, the way the head design is, there's a lot to be done. Like, the KTM, I mean, there's really not... You tear the engine down and you go to do stuff in it, there's really not much you can do to the head to make it that much better. Right. As far as, like, porting or, or anything like that. I mean, we really didn't, mm-hmm. you know, with our engine, I know we didn't do anything at all to the head. You know, it's just all, it's a bunch of other stuff. But, right. um, you know, it's it's a good stock package. Right. And on top of that, like like I said, you have a good engine, you have good brakes, it's got a really good chassis set up on it, too, so... No, it's kind of hard to beat. I mean, people shied away from the KTMs before. I mean, last time I rode a KTM was 2003, Oof. and it was terrible. I can remember some motos coming in with my shift lever falling off, <laughs> and my hydraulic clutch had stopped working, and my rear brake had gone out. All yeah. the same moto. <laughs> you know, so right. they were junk. They fall. They fell. They just straight up fell apart. And now they're turning into a legit brand. And they're. I mean, we've put quite a few hours on them already. We've been riding them hard. No real issues. Did you get to ride more than just the KTM when you decided you wanted to switch? 
you know, I've ridden all the brands before. I wrote, obviously wrote Suzuki when I wrote for BTO, and uh, I've ridden a Cowie before. I really like the Cowie. Um, uh, like that bike, and I, I've ridden the Yamaha, and I like the Yamaha as well. And, um, you know, what's funny is, like, everyone raves about the Suzuki, but honestly, out of all the bikes, I think it's my least favorite. And, um, you know, I just really don't. I don't care much for it. I, I like the Yamaha. I like the Honda. I like the KTM mm-hmm. and the Cali, but like freaking, I just did not, for some reason, did not care much for the, for the Suzuki. So, um, I don't know really what it was, but I don't know. They're all, they're all good bikes. They all, they can all be made good. Honestly, like it was just so hard to get Honda support. Yeah, Dealers yeah. don't want to give Hondas out because they sell them all. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's not a, yeah, not really a big deal for them. And uh, when it came down to needing to get bikes again, um, we kind of started looking around. I rode a KTM, and I was kind of the same initial impressions that uh, that JT had. It was just like, damn! Like I couldn't believe how good you, the bike you, was. You, uh, done to it. You, know, you took your you took your pants really off. And started, you took your pants off and started pledging yourself because that's basically what JT did. Yes, exactly. Well, okay. that's the. I mean, that's kind of the the common thing. <laughs> it is because JT tweeted about it, texted me about it, came on the show tonight to talk about it. Yeah, I tweeted the shit out of it yesterday. Yeah, days ago. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, f- I was sitting in the BTO lounge this weekend, chilling. Mm-hmm. Jimmy comes in, <laughs> like he owns the place. He's like, "Hey, Shorty, you got any socks? Fly socks?" And I'm like, "What do you?" And then Shorty grabs some. Throws it to him. I'm like, Jimmy, what are you doing? Like, you're a pro racer. You don't have fly socks. He looks at me and goes, Steve, I'm sponsored by Fly Racing, and so is Andrew Short. He's got socks. So it's basically like I got socks. <laughs> he, it really it blew my mind. It blew my mind, and yet it made a lot of sense. Right. <laughs> family. Hey, have you not ever seen the hashtag Fly Family? I don't think I have, but. Now, well. That's because you're not in the fly family. So. But but Shorty handed right. those socks over like as quick as he can, like no one's business. Here you go. Oh, well, he knew the consequences. <laughs> I'm just like you don't want to like tell me no. I'll no. come after you. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. Hey, we don't even want to talk about Millville, right? Or do we? Nah, no, I mean it was all right. I mean, just the fact that my tongue was in the spokes for at least I don't know thirty. 29 minutes of each moto. You just really think you blew yourself up a bit of Buds, huh? Buds was... Yeah. And I, I just, think... You know, it, Sorry. I, I finally found out really what the uh, the struggles of the driving for the races is because mm-hmm. I, just, I wasn't smart about it because I was a machine at Buds. I mean, I didn't get tired at all. I was blowing by guys at the end of the moto. I mean, I felt like I wish the motos were longer, you know, so it gave me more time to come back from falls and crashes or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was really hot at Bud's Creek, and I kind of went in the middle of it a little bit cocky. I rode a lot during the week and actually had a big big crash during the week, too. But I was like, ah, screw it. I'll keep, you know, just ride through whatever and mm-hmm. train or whatever and got to the race just not really prepared. Kind of goofed off on Friday a little bit, went fishing, and kind of just was my normal self running my mouth all the time. <laughs> right, and, uh, right. And not chilling out, and I... You know, I just never really had a, an edge all day. And like I said, like, freaking two, three laps into the moto, just completely wiped out. The second moto, you know, I, 
lining up for that, I'm like, what am I even really doing lining up? But I pulled such a good start. I'm just like, all right, I gotta gotta right. go with it. And I ran top ten for a little while, and then I kind of settled into thirteenth for, and then I, I, you know, I felt like I was riding so tired and just, you mm-hmm. know, just basically surviving out there. But I had Reed and Gerke right in front of me, so I'm like, all right, if I can just keep this like going. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be all right, and it wasn't for like, you know, probably 20, 25 minutes into the moto, that little goofy section across the back that really everyone was kind of like slamming into and doubling, you know what yeah. I'm talking about? the whoops section at the far back. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. the weird one, and I just basically faced every single one of them, <laughs> and it was just like, that's like, Reed made a mistake in front of me, and I, I could have got him if I would have just made the section clean, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And by then, Oldenburg was just all over my back. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I blew up. I got passed by him, and I just wasn't wanting to let it go and just completely wadded myself in the section the next lap and just cartwheeled and oh. ended up um, actually, <laughs> you know, I actually ended up uh, hurt, hurting my other shoulder that I, the, not the opposite one that I hurt the weekend before. So wasn't too good. I just had to pull off, and it was kind of like after I was honestly looking to Millville going like man this is like going to be my breakout ride you know this is going to be mm-hmm. like I'm going to kill yeah. it and if I would have had the endurance that I had at Bud's Creek I believe I would have been top 10 pretty easy both motos and you, you know I like, uh, didn't have anything I, I would think that you're just you know same old Jimmy just making excuses but but someone else I spoke to and I'm kidding about that by the way someone else I spoke <laughs> to I think it was Tomac or somebody someone said the same thing they're like I didn't realize how worked I was after Buds. Yeah. Like, I don't know who yeah. it was, but another rider was like, maybe it was LeMay. I don't know. Someone was like, man, I, I really, I didn't feel good today. I think Buds took more out of me than I realized, you know? So. It just makes, yeah, you know, to me it just made no sense because mentally going to Millville, I, I didn't, I felt like ready, you know, and I was felt like I'm, I'm good on that track. It wasn't really anything struggling and I was even struggling at Bud's Creek at some point on the track but I never got tired it was never like an issue of that and it just I just didn't have anything left in the tank and you know it's bad when your freaking legs are cramping and your muscles yeah. are gone and then you know it's like okay this isn't in my head my body <laughs> yeah not, you know right um, um but I mean it is what it is I mean it's whatever you know like honestly I'm to the point right now like I kind of starting to understand a little bit more this season and mm-hmm. you know i'll have i'll have my day soon hopefully so uh seven i'm feeling seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven you got a question for uh top jimmy albertson you knew this was going to happen at some point tonight sinjin Vagina. sinjin <laughs> what's up fuckers what's up sinjin hey and the person you were thinking about that got like drained from buds was uh brayton i think i remember you talking about on another podcast I, I didn't speak yeah, to right. dead. I didn't speak to Brayton all day. So good job. Well, on that that's what you said on a podcast, so you're full of shit then. Okay. Uh all right. But uh my question is <clears throat> first question, I know I think it was at Muddy Creek, Greg did something and fucked up the bike. Uh mm. but he never said any like what it was. What did uh can you say what Greg did? Because I know it was Greg's fault for the was, mechanic. I think it was at Muddy. It was front sprocket. It was at it was at Redbud and um he didn't lock tight the uh the the counter shaft bolt, mm. and, Jesus, um, and he was my counter shaft practice mechanic. 
came off my bike in the air in the first moto. <laughs> oh, it, did. it was in the air. And the you bike. Know, hey, Sinjin, not all mechanics are perfect. Sometimes mistakes are made, bro. Well, you know, I wouldn't, I, have gave him, I wouldn't have gave him such a hard time, but he was he was hanging out in the B-lot pretty hard the night before. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we um, could have, uh, I don't know, who knows? Maybe it wouldn't have avoided anything if he wouldn't have been in the B-lot. But. <laughs> who, uh, who drives more, you or Greg? Um, Greg, Greg definitely drives more. Like this trip, we actually had Briar Perry from 180 come with us on this trip so we've had three people to split it up which has been good mm-hmm. but um i don't know just kind of whatever like i drive when i feel like driving so sometimes i'll just sit in the i'll do like a freaking eight hour stint you know and just run it and sometimes i'll drive like three miles and be like all right i'm over this who who runs the stereo who gets to control the stereo driver Greg's the stereo guy he's oh. got all the apps and the the different stuff i'm like don't know what I'm doing. What do you guys he listen? Finds to? where to go eat. Like what? he's the he's a tour guide. What do you guys listen to? <sighs> Shoot, dude, everything. Like honestly, like I know this sounds gay, and I'm like so over it. But I've been we've been listening to a lot of Pulp MX on uh, <laughs> on the freaking the archives or whatever. I know this sounds gay. All I could hear was like your voice and all this people talking moto and i was just like i wanted to rip my freaking ears out of my head and throw them out the window <laughs> so over it. thank you thanks for being a listener uh, and yeah. one other question uh like wh- i'm wondering what uh like someone that's traveling oh, like, like you, you don't ever get to go back to oklahoma or at least maybe on not until the weeks off like what do you do for training i mean other than off the bike i mean you just get outside your van do some jumping jacks like what do you do I got like a band, like a like a band routine that I do, and then like um, you know, uh, I've been I've been running a little bit on the road, and then uh, I don't know, like freaking uh, you when you ride twice a week, you know, we usually try to get two days of riding in a week, and it's pretty much between driving and everything, you really don't got time to do much, honestly, and like, you know, I know it sounds stupid, but like driving takes it out of you, like it's not just you don't you think you get rest on the road but it's not the same i don't know what it is For some reason being in a vehicle just kind of sucks it is uh so. it is comedy to me that your wife georgia Lindsay albertson flies home flies to the races got a nice gig probably makes more money than you <laughs> yeah and uh probably <laughs> you, you are out there who do you think pays for my racing i know it just blows my mind but uh, good for her uh, you know it's funny she's she's so factory now She'll roll in, and um, she's got like a uh, she's got like a new sense of like like you know you can tell she brings home the bacon now in the relationship because she like she throws orders around like she'll get in with a rental car and she'll be like okay you're gonna go do this and then you're gonna take a shower and then you're gonna go do this and then we're gonna go do this and I'm like all right <laughs> cool I guess I'm along for the ride then shit. <laughs> Like my rental car, my hotel room, my all this. Like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, bro. So. She she wears the pants in the family. Hey, if you guys yeah, are driving, where's your video guy? You said only three dudes are in the car. Who's video? Just you and Greg? Then? Dude, yeah, it's just a me and Greg video, and man, we've been just doing the the mom and dad handy cam, I guess. So is all that just on a GoPro, or is that just a like? No, no, got, we got no. a pretty nice camera. Motorsport set us up with like a pretty good little uh, Sony handheld camera, and that's sick. It's um, we just been filming all of that, and honestly, like this last 
for the next episode that's coming out. We've got a lot of good footage just off of that. And I don't know, it almost like, like no offense to our, our late camera guy, Dylan, but, uh, um, it almost works out better with us just filming because it's more, uh, you can get more like raw, natural. It's more, uh, like sometimes whenever we're just in the mood, we pick the camera up and just start screwing around or whatever. So it's more uh, trailer park boysish, like real. Exactly. So, so see, yeah, no, yeah, that, that, that Dylan dude, that Dylan dude's terrible at filming. Like that kid's just a fucking punk. <laughs> he's just a punk. <laughs> Thanks, Sinjin. Thanks. I know he's quiet. Later, guys. See ya. Yeah, Always count yeah. on Sinjin. Sinjin needs to go ride. He's fucking no, he, No, he's giving up. He hurt himself too much. He sold his bike. Everything's done. So, Hey, uh, uh, um, you're at Moser's place in Spokane? What? Yes, we just showed up. I'm actually out in his driveway right now. <laughs> Is that creepy? The pul- it, I'm sorry, Sinjin. <laughs> the Pulp MX show. I feel like really bad. You're cheating on <laughs> Sinjin with your super fan, with, Moser, with Shorty's super fan. I promise I won't let him smell me. <laughs> So, I don't know what's weirder, man. The the Moser short thing where he vacations with Shorty, and now you're at his house. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah wanted- you know. Hey, man. Privateer life. Hashtag it. And yeah. Mathis is worried about eating lunch with people, and you're at showing up at houses and hanging out with them. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I was telling well, earlier today, like some kid, like some kid messaged Briar on on um, Instagram and was like, "Hey, I really need to speak to Jimmy." Um, I've got some problems. Can you can you please have him call me? And the car's like, look at this idiot or whatever. I'm like, hey, get his number. Let's call him. So we just <laughs> called the kid or whatever. <laughs> well, we're on the road doing whatever. What, and then all he was doing was quoting Ronnie Max, so like I had to hang up. But I really thought he had problems. Like I was going to solve this kid's like <laughs> maybe talk him off the ledge, and he was just kind of being an idiot. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, jeez. I was trying to help the world a little bit. Uh, how is Ronnie? Do you see him much? Guess no, not. man. We haven't been in Oklahoma. He don't leave Oklahoma. Right. Yeah, he's American. He's not going anywhere outside of yeah. Yeah. yeah trouble. He's way too north right now. The series. It's funny how that that the guy at the races thought that Jimmy was Ronnie. So he's asking Jimmy all these questions about Ronnie, and J- Jimmy's like, "Dude, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about." People will go apeshit. Yeah. That's, like, that's more than like a two stroke, four stroke battle. Right it there. is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. People are. I mean, that's a pretty common question. I know, and it's ridiculous if yeah. they do it, you know. So people, Trey's always, Trey always comes up to me. He's like, "Dude, like every third person in my autograph line asks me if I'm Ronnie." Oh yeah, that's because I tell them all you're Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Uh, we had we had Trey on earlier. Good good guy. Hey, I can't. I know. How come I didn't get to come on with Trey like that, like the Martin brothers did? Yeah, we should have got you. I don't know. That would have been good. Oh uh, um, man, he don't even. You know, me and Trey are friends, and we're always going to be friends. But I think you know he's a little embarrassed of me. You think? You get that vibe, you know. <laughs> um, BTO Sports, uh, Paul Bamek Show, presented by BTOsports.com. We've got Jimmy Albertson online, brought to you by Atlas Braces. Looking at our list of partners, Jimmy, uh, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, W Wheels, God, you're like a rolling advertisement for the Pulp of Mexico. No, I'm not even in the W ad. I've been listening. Like, like you're I not? Listen to, listen to so many. No, you say, like, you name off all these names, like Freeberg and... <laughs> oh, sorry, and, bro. And Nap and, like, I'm not even in there. I'll fix that. I will make that happen. Uh, John are, like, me and John are boys. Seven Deuce Deuce was in last week and told me that you and him are supposed to do a collab. 
acoustic oh, rap. What's going on with I that? Text him after because I, I just heard his the the new rap, the Paul from X one. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just so pumped. I texted him last night, and I was like, "Dude, it's epic! It's so good. It's good." I mean. <laughs> Maybe oh my god! You have uh, you... <laughs> what, I, well, I think it's so damn catchy. That's why it's no, fucking it's literally everyone's no. favorite part. Ber- and and Berludi this weekend was like, "Yeah, man, everyone's yelling it at me." Berludi, Berludi. <laughs> oh my god! Why is everyone so calling spooky? No, man. I, I've got I've got an idea for a. Uh, I've got an idea for a uh, more like a club beat motocross song. Mm, okay, like, you know one one kind of like a. Uh, you know, all the girls here in the club, and then they just want to get on the dance floor and get down, you know, drop it like it's hot. Nice. Yeah. And, right. just, and it's going to have a whole dance that goes to it. Hey, this is going to sound... I've, already got, I've it, already got a little bit in the work. Georgia will be dancing to it? or There you go. No, just me. Oh. Someone in the chat... Nobody wants to see her dance. Someone in the chat... <laughs> no one wants to see her dance. That's gross. Uh, we, had, we had people in the um, chat room rating the girlfriends and wives in the sport. Um, someone said that Jen Kenyon has an ass that won't quit, and then they said that <laughs> Jen Kenyon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. And then they said that Georgia uh, is a dime piece. So congratulations, yeah. Jen's got ass that won't quit. All right, yeah, fantastic. And Jen are like besties now. They are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They they're they're uh, inseparable. Um, all right. What else? Anything else? Hey, this this is going to sound really gay, but I like your series. <laughs> all right. No, it's really it's good. Been, like, I mean, that really doesn't sound that gay. I mean, if you would have been like, I really want to have sex with you, that would have sounded a lot gayer. Than <laughs> I'm like, not going to go that far. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's it's entertaining, and I think, no offense, but Motosport does put out some good videos because the, the Derek and Tucker series that they had was, was good. Mm-hmm. This is good, so it's cool. BTOsports.com. No, man, we're going to keep on going. Yeah, Motosport.com. Uh, oh, also, too, you're, you're a Mafia Moto Crew guy, too. Another one of our... Rollings. Yeah, I mean, obviously, always got to rip Nick stuff. Yep. How's the uh, yeah. ex- how's the beer optics? Strong, clear, vi- clear vision. As usual. Yeah. Said you've been giving yeah. them away too much to kids. I got to stop this. Yeah, you would not believe. Like people love the beer goggles. They can't get enough of them. You uh, you've been giving them away. I'm gonna start billing you. Like I don't know if people like. I mean, obviously, I think every pro gets asked their goggles a lot, but right. like, dude. People are just like all about it. And yeah, I don't know. I usually give like I usually got a whole like quiz when kids come and ask me about <laughs> for my stuff. Like this this weekend, I'm sitting inside my garbage can after my moto with like a bag of ice on my shoulder, mm-hmm. like just completely destroyed. And right. This kid comes up to me and he's like, I actually have like three kids come up to me and they're like, "Yeah, hey, New Jersey." I'm like, "Yeah, what place did I get?" And they're like, ah, third? <laughs> yeah, we're running a, a podium effort out of this shit. <laughs> out of the sprinter. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, get lost, kid. And then finally, like, I, I tried to have a real heart-to-heart with one of the kids. I was like, you know, buddy, when I was your age, my favorite rider was Doug Henry. And he's the only guy I really wanted stuff for. And I sat down there, and I, I would come up here, and I'd just wait for his stuff. And finally... One year I got his goggles, and that's all that mattered to me. And he looked at me, and he's like, so are you going to give me your jersey? And I'm like, no, nah, man. He's like, all right. And he just peaced out. <laughs> I, uh, I'm I like, would... and you, you watch that rider, and you study him, and you be just like him, and you can maybe be pro one day. And he was just like, this, this guy's an idiot. 
on drugs or something. I was taking down the tent one time, and a kid came out to me. I was at Yamaha, and he said, uh, what? What's your problem, Boogie? Turn the GoPro off. Why? Oh. Because I don't want to be in it. Don't tell him what to do. Yeah. (laughs) Turn it off. You think Georgia tells Jimmy what to do? Yeah, I do, actually. Oh, yeah, she does. She does, and that's why I'm sticking up for you, because I always want someone to stick up for me. Yeah, exactly. Stupid Georgia. (laughs) Um, Hey, so I, I was taking the tent down. Kid came up to me. Can I have something? Not just they were they, they were at that point. They were <laughs> they were. Can I have something? And I said, Yeah, some advice. Don't bother people when they're working. And, and I felt like mean. I felt like such a dick. But I mean, yeah, you gotta be a jerk, man. That's but no, but here's like. the no. Here's the thing. That kid was probably was probably hot as balls. It was the end of the day, and he was probably the two hundredth kid that was not polite and wanted something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, what ha- when I was a kid, oh I was boy, like a- here we go. <laughs> I remember I, I had to walk up to I'm snow through barefoot. The dumpsters I, broken hockey stick. I would go. I went up to Stanton. Was like, excuse me, Mister Stanton, do you have a jersey I could have? Excuse me, Mister Dubok. I would say, excuse me. I would wait. I would say, Mister before their names. Like I don't believe that. Absolutely. Yeah, but here's another thing. Like you know what makes me really mad is the kids that. Don't even watch the races. They just scour the pits the whole time. Well, that's what I mean. Or, or, and these, so these like, kids, you're, you need to like, like you need to have a at least like a, a maximum of three guys that like, like they're your freaking riders. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. But what know, about that's who, that's who you live and die for? Is those I'm riders? Big what about the fathers that stick their <laughs> two-year-old kids up in the air so they get goggles? Oh, I mean that's the whole crowd. The when they <laughs> throw stuff into the crowd, like. That's like fair game. That's what I'd always go for because I was too like nervous yeah. to ask the pros anything. So I was just like, "All right, I'm just gonna have to scrap for this one." You know, these kids they they just go, "Can I have something? Can I have something?" And that's it. And then you're like, you know, yeah, who am I? What am I? You know, what am I doing? Who's the rider? Like what? Like get away, you little varmints! What happened to manners and being doing it proper? You know. <laughs> Did anyone see? Uh, yeah. Did anyone see uh, on the TV? Millville Dungey uh, went to go hand his goggles to a kid, and like at, before he even got to take it off his neck, like some seventeen-year-old kid Scavengers. grabbed him and like just pulled him by the neck. No, I didn't. You see You didn't that. see that? No. It was kind of funny. He even looked at him. He was like, "Dude, really?" And then gave him to a kid. Yeah. And then it was just fucking chaos after that. Ah, that's so stupid. Like, 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 be nice about it. I'll give you something. That's what I used. They to do do. tell you that at the riders' meeting. They say refrain from throwing your your clothing and goggles into the audience so you don't start a riot. <laughs> hey, so, I really don't I really don't have to worry about that so, very much, I don't think. I think so, that applies to like a very few people, select uh, people at the writers meeting. Maybe if Sinjin was there. Someone in the chat room someone in the chat room says you also have an ass for days. Oh, yeah, oh, that's true actually. You. Like Jen Kenyon. Congratulations. <laughs> Pookie's popcorn's really good. Right. I thought they were talking about me. <laughs> You know what? I actually, I actually signed a pair of underwear at a Bud's Breaking Game Away. <laughs> nice. Were they worn? No. You know who I gave them? You know who took them? Who? Jason Wagon. <laughs> I did not know that. He has a pair of my signed underwear. Well, I have a piston here in the lines den, signed by you, and you again. It was laying on the ground without me even asking. Probably a lot like this underwear. You took this piston, you signed it, and you gave it to me. You said, "Here you go, kid." And That's I still sweet. have it. That's sitting, sweet. Sitting right there. So There you go. Right. Like you were just, yeah, you're just a giver. Wygan getting the guy. underwear is creepy, though. 
I like signing socks at Bud's Creek. Have you signed George's boobs? I, I did sign. <laughs> I signed those, too, actually, at Bud's Creek. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's, that's for real. Like, seriously, I did. I was in autograph mode. <laughs> Just anything, anything around Just you. Anything that came across. Right, right. You know you can't stop me when I'm in autograph mode. Hey, you're going to go in and meet Moser. And you're going to meet his wife, and his wife is just the nicest woman ever. And you're going to wonder, how? Why? I know. I'm, like, scared right now outside of his house. He's got a Nickelback poster in his garage. (laughs) Tear it down immediately. That is embarrassing. That's almost as worse as a Transformer poster. Oh, my God. Go go in his house and tell us what else he has. (laughs) Do a full report. Right, I'm going to go to the garage real quick. Okay, yeah, do that. Nickelback. Um, back. Hey, if, he, if he's All wearing right. the Andrew Short pajamas when you open the door, run. <laughs> run away. All right. He's got a, um, let's see. He's, he's got a station wagon. <laughs> a Woody. That's his Woody. Wood grain with, uh, with spoked out hubcaps. <laughs> and, um. Snowboards, uh, road bike. Really, the Nickelback poster probably takes the cake. That's what jumps out. <laughs> Look at and, this uh, autograph. No, photograph. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, my autograph. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Is that really yeah, butt rock? What? Nickelback's butt rock? Is that what that is? It's a bunch know. of. Anybody? It's terrible, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, it is. Jimmy, thanks for coming on, man. It's been late. You've been driving all day. I, I made you wait longer than I wanted to, and I appreciate you coming on. It's been a while. Um, like to get you. Uh, hey, um, after Utah, would you be coming down this way? <laughs> yes, because on the way back from Utah, is definitely <laughs> runs right through Las Vegas. No, you got to go south. You got to go to 40, to the 40 at some point. No, you don't. It's like, uh, where are you driving? Where is he going to, after Oklahoma? You come down to the the thing? It's way back west. Yeah, no, he's going to cut across the top. It's been a while since I looked at a map, okay? I fly now. I don't look at maps. And you're trying to become American. Yeah. (laughs) It's just freaking out. I don't know. I just well, want Jimmy to come over. I just want Jimmy to come over to the show again. That's all. I know you want me. I do. Uh, bring your no, wife. No, it'll though. be good. We'll. Uh, I don't know. Like, why don't you have me on earlier, and I'll just talk about shit. Yeah, we need to just have you on as a co-host. Just, just that's it. Oh wait, hey, I got Mosier. I got Mosier right here. You want to talk to him before I leave? Yeah. All right, here he is. Great radio, bro. Moser. Yeah. Congratulations. You've become a media member. You vacation at your favorite rider's house. Now you have a pro rider and his brother staying with you. Congratulations. Is this my industry insider now? Is that how this works? I think so. You're an industry insider. <laughs> Absolutely. Does this mean I can get a pass to Washougal? That's the real question. Uh, Wygant has you covered. All right. That's what I like to hear. At some point. Uh, tear down your Nickelback poster in the garage. There's a long story behind that, and I, I, I'm, I proudly display it in the garage. That guy's going down. So much proudly, but it's still displayed in the garage. How do you feel about having the great Jimmy Albertson? 
staying in your bed. I honestly thought it was some sort of prank when they said they wanted to crash here, but then when I realized they were actually coming to the house, I had lots of preparations that had to be made immediately. I, I imagine your wife, like my wife, is freak, would starts freaking out. Um, basically, she threatened me that if the house wasn't picked up and that the sheets weren't changed, that she was going to kick my ass in a bad way. That's oh. a direct quote. When someone is staying here at the house, Pookie is in uh, DEFCON 5 <laughs> mode, cleaning up, you know? Yeah, so. so uh, anyways, well, the, the crier came over and helped me clean. We're good. We're good. It's oh, presentable. Looking forward to seeing you this weekend at, at Washougal. As am I. He's uh, Mosher's not drinking anymore, everybody. So wow. he's looking forward to seeing both motos in its entirety and, re- and remembering and it, staying awake and remembering them. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Forrest Butler, the BTO Sports KTM manager and owner, is not going to be there. And he's legitimately worried oh, about geez. what Mosher's going to cause problems this weekend. <laughs> Fuck it. So. I mean, the possibilities are endless with Forrest away. So, I mean, I feel like I have a you know some sort of responsibility to kind of stand in in his shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. See if I can fill it. You know, fill Forrest's shoes. I don't know. It's a bit, those are big shoes to fill, but I'm I'm definitely going to try. Yeah, no, I think you should try. Absolutely, I think that'd be a good move for you to just step right in. Uh, and I'm sure are you going to go say hi to Kenny at some point. Yeah, I'll definitely make my way over there. Maybe go tell him there's a guy out here for, like, me off. for a BJ. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You got to make the rounds. Go say out of Berluti. All right, Moser. We'll have fun with the Albertson brothers. Thanks for the yeah, question. I got some guests I got to entertain here, so I got to go. Thanks for the questions uh, for the X-Brown Goggle tear-off segment. They're fantastic. I'll see you guys Friday. All right. Sounds good, buddy. See you. See you later. All right. Moser seemed to uh, didn't want to talk. Didn't, you got top Jimmy over your house. Yeah. What? What's going on? Yeah, got top Jimmy and Greg Albertson. Thanks to Jimmy, by the way, for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Pookie, going to watch Google. Yep, Pook Nation. Pookie. Full effect. Who are you rooting for? I don't know. Am I only allowed to root for three guys? That's what Jimmy said. Jimmy said that? Yeah. If you, uh, I know you're a big 2-2 fan, so yes. you might want this um, this weekend. You might, this might be something. <laughs> sure. Like, something you want? No. <laughs> Is that the, the only one that's on the app? Racing this weekend. Ooh. God, that's annoying. Yeah, we got it. Okay. We're all panicking. So fuck you and your show. You're going to uh, cheer for Chad and Shorty and Seven Deuce Deuce. Yep. Who else? Brett Hughes racing Wash Eagle. Adams, Adams not Frank racing. Hugh. He's not. Cooper Dean, Webb. Dean Wilson. <sighs> Dean Wilson. No. All right. What did wow. we just meet? Somehow. Okay, so uh, the last national you went to besides Utah, which you never touched the dirt and you stayed in the press box all day, right? Was Bud's Creek, 2011. Oh my god! Right? Wow. Was it? I think so. When we went to DC and we did all the tourist stuff. Oh uh, yeah. So. Yep. Are you ready for it? I mean, yeah. That's not that long ago. Okay. I, saw, I know you're Supercross only. I'm so. Supercross only, but... Will you have pulp stickers for people this weekend? Yes. Ooh. Okay. For fans. And popcorn. Ooh. <laughs> Some good popcorn. Last week... It's uh, really good. She made popcorn. She really did. And then oh, Entenap came up and said, I ate some of Pookie's popcorn. It didn't sound <laughs> right. Yeah, you're like, eh. It sounded creepy. Yeah, it's sketchy. Right, right. But that's a seven-deuce-deuce for you. Um... All right, let's wrap this thing up. Okay. Thanks, Pook, for all you do. 
You're welcome. You, you Coffee. Got ass for days. <laughs> Does that mean it's big or that it's nice? It days, no, days is not big. Days is like, uh, yeah. I asked G Easy over right. there. <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? Maybe I don't want to know. Because it's probably something the kids say. No. So. Uh, all right, everybody. Chris Kiefer, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Good job tonight on the show. Thanks for having me. Always fun. Uh, we'll get you back up here soon. Um, I don't know when, but soon. You, you what? Dirtrider.com, uh, Dirtrider Magazine, and what um, Suzuki intro next week? Uh, Wednesday is Honda 250F intro. This week? It, yes. Okay. And then next week is Suzuki uh, RMZ 450. Fantastic. So. Um, we'll get you up here to talk all about that. And like I said, thanks to Kiefer. PTO Sports, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, and Fab Cheap and Truck Parts. Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, Day 10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optics Guts Racing, all on board with us. Thank you, Swiss Corps, for all that you do and your terrific Swiss Corner tonight. I couldn't stop reading it. Pookie, thanks. I'm going to read Swiss Corner, too. Good, good job. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Trey Kennard, Alex Martin, Jeremy Martin, Jason Thomas, Jimmy Albertson, Moser. Tim Ferry. Tim Ferry, as always. Thanks, Devin. Oh. Happy, happy birthday. Thank the you. The mom. Oh, oh yeah. Debbie Mathis. Debbie Mathis. She was funny. You liked her? <laughs> yeah. She was strong. Yeah. You could tell she was My brother best. says she's very opinionated. So that's – uh, She, she was she, on fire because she was rolling some stuff But I think she held back a little bit. Really? Yeah. You know, because my brother's like – and she found out that it's not Joe Gibbs who does the. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Joe Gibbs over there. Happy birthday, Joe! Yeah, happy birthday, Joe! Thank good, you. good job on the Super Bowls. Awesome. And the NASCAR team. <laughs> you Somehow I'm still working here. Yeah, it's really weird. You Jeez. should be a multimillionaire. Yeah, I should be something. <laughs> but uh, uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back Monday next Monday night. Support our sponsors, sponsor deals on uh, pulpmexshow.com. And uh, thanks to all you guys, man. You guys make it happen, and we appreciate it. Kiefer, once again, thanks, bro. Thank you. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho. <laughs>